Good evening and welcome back to Beacon, a very serious, dark RPG filled with joylessness and unhappiness, as you can see. Um, we are back for what is going to be our final Monday night game of the year. Uh, this is going to wrap us out uh, for 2022. And uh, there'll be a blog post going up for everyone who's watching for y'all to, to look back on like this past year and all the stuff that we've done and all the games we've played and just kind of a general reflection of what's gone on as well as what you can look forward to coming up next. Um, before we do anything else, though, I just want to take a second and again, thank you guys for another year of support of the Stream Punks. Um, again, we started playing at GNS. We didn't want to stop. And because of y'all, we haven't had to. And we've been able to invite more friends to come play. Um, not you guys, just, just other people, though. Um, and we... <laughs> um, but... But yeah, uh, thank you so much. And uh, we look forward to showing you some of the stuff we got coming up in 2023. Um, I'm going to use that as a great uh, pass. Oh, wait, before I do, before I pass this to Eliza, um, just wanted to let everybody know we are coming back on January 9th. That is when StreamPunks will be returning to live stream broadcasting. So you can catch us then uh, Monday, January 9th. Um, that's what I had. Now, Eliza, if you would like to take it away. Is there something specific I'm supposed to say? No, mostly if just, you know, uh, do, uh, what I, I, I call it the Bonnie method, where it's like you got something, oh, but you're not I sure. I always can... have. Yeah. yeah, got it. Because I, I did have something, but I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. does Eric know something I'm supposed to be saying? Mm -mm. Got it. Um, yeah, so hi. Uh, couple things. Couple things. Uh, you all are amazing. I love you. Uh, I hope you love yourself. And if you don't right now, that's okay, too. Someone loves you. So there you have it. Um, now that we've gotten that out of the way, uh, I wanted to tell you that I am in a wonderful, wonderful game that D&D Beyond and the disability community of Wizards of the Coast put together. Sam Malicious here is also in this game. Might I add, after we recorded this game, I told Sam, now I have to put you in something as a specific type of character. I can't say what, because it'll be a spoiler, but you'll understand once you see this, because Sam killed it. Sam was it's so, so awesome. Fun. I want to um, do that type of character all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're really good at it. Oh, uh, thank so, you. So uh, you should definitely watch it. It is called Gale Song, Dragon's Convergence, or Convergence of Dragons. I might have gotten that wrong. Gale Song. Uh, but you can watch it live tomorrow, Tuesday, 4 p.m. Pacific, and then also Thursday and Saturday, there'll be additional content. All three of those days, it'll be live on D&D Beyond's YouTube channel. So click on over there, watch it with your loved ones, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> and Sam, did you want to add anything about that? Before Please I Please watch it. This is, a, this is effectively a, a pilot test of like, how much of a draw is, is, a, is a deaf and disabled cast gonna be? So please, Please, if you can find it within you, give it your eyeballs, do the likes and comments and stuff on YouTube for the metrics. It will really help. Streampunks have been out here telling stories with and about disabled people for years, but like they've been fighting behind the scenes and like now it's out there for freaking Watsy, so it would mean a lot. I would take it as a personal favor uh, if you would uh, stop in, give it a view, give it a VOD view, just give it a like, uh, give it away, give it away, give it away now. Hmm. <laughs> Please check it out. 
Well you said. heard yeah. Sam quote Red Hot Chili Peppers. Now you have to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's Isn't kind of that, the law. That was Le- culture. Yeah, we just got slapped yep. with it. Yeah. Sleem- seamlessly. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and that's this Thursday, correct? That's going to be this so Thursday? Tuesday, Thursday, Tuesday? and Saturday, is that oh, right? So starting tomorrow? Yeah, starting tomorrow. Mm-hmm. There's prelude oh. games, and then there's the main game, and then Saturday there's like additional content. So oh. it's just like a whole bunch of stuff that you can watch. All right, Ox Crew, you heard the call. All hands on deck. Yes. Um, no hands required. I will add an additional just footnote. Clear Skies Perseverance is coming up. Um, we After this game wraps, that is the next game on our slate as Streampunks. So stay tuned. We will be announcing the cast super soon and also the premiere dates super soon. So make sure you're following us on the... Uh, uh, the yeah. Twitter, I guess, mm-hmm. the Instagram, the Hive, the Mastodon, the TikTok. Although we haven't posted on TikTok yet, but we will. So be ready for when we do, because it's going to yeah. be amazing. And everything will be on the coffee, I'm sure, if you need a, a one-stop. Yeah, Actually, be, that's, that's a good point. <laughs> Go to our coffee. Coffee, coffee Discord. We're going we're gonna to get loud about it. So cause, <laughs> One-stop uh, shop. The, ca- uh, I, the cast is amazing. Um, it, I'm just really, really excited. I will say no more. I'm yeah, super tight about this because it's not my game. So it's all Aliza. It, well, has it's the all of chair. our game. I mean, we're yeah. If you're playing in it, it is also your game. So I would like to disagree. In that case, with that. I'm going to tell you everything. So it, um, <laughs> don't spill the beans now. They're secrets. <laughs> right, right. Sorry, ship of secrets. Um, like you privacy. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see what else we got going on, Caitlin. I feel like you've had a good week. In the RPG, yeah, in the world of RPG, a, I had a surprising can, week. Um, yeah, maybe tell us about it and where we can get the thing. So uh, last Monday, I said I believe would have been last Monday. I said that I put out a a Gontrov RPG on itch. Um, it's been on the top of the top of Tom Sellers page for a couple of days. <laughs> Hell yeah! And uh, uh, it was uh, new and popular for a while, which I was like, oh, that's really cool. It got a bunch of attention. Like, after a while, you don't qualify for that. And then I started noticing on the analytics page that there was a bunch of traffic coming from the top sellers page. And I was like, excuse me? It's my now. Um, so yeah, thanks to everybody who checked that out and shared. Oh my, I'm not gonna cry about it. I did, did get very emotional about it this weekend. I was just very, very sweet that a bunch of people were as excited about it as I was. Um, and thanks to everyone who, uh, 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 yeah, yeah, like I said, downloaded and shared and came to my first stream in like two years where we just talked about Gontrov and how beautiful I thought it was that, uh, the human, uh, just collective of, of, of people just like to create things together. Um, so that VOD exists still if you want to see me uh, talk a thousand miles an hour after running a game of Gontrov um, for like nine hours, which was not mm-hmm. planned. So um, yeah. thanks everybody who downloaded that. Uh, it's available. It's for free. Um, just search Gontrov. And I think my name is Bruder Caitlin on there. Um, <laughs> ah, it's, okay. it's just lasers and feelings. On there. It's, gotcha. But it's, it's all it's all uh, greatest mafia movie never made uh, themed. And sh- sh- check out. Thin Places Radio, at Thin Places Radio on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. I'm trying to make videos. And also, we're making YouTube videos. So if you like to watch and read along with your uh, podcast content, um, I, I'm, I'm doing it slow. It's going slow because I'm I'm the only one doing <laughs> doing this part of it. So um, uh, captioning, uh, we're doing caption videos. All, all the transcripts are always available um, already. After every episode goes up, the transcripts are available, but this is the, the videos have the transcripts on them. If that is helpful for you uh, at all, that's available on YouTube. So that's all I got. All right. Noir, do you have anything? Also, nope. congratulations, Caitlin. 
Yes, no art. Nope, just uh, just no. I've got a pretty cool game to check out tomorrow. Gales, Gales song. Mm-hmm. Let's let's freaking go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, uh, my sister's been obsessed with Garakarov, so I'm gonna have to. We're gonna have to have a conversation. <laughs> Hit me up. Let's play a game. Let's play a god game. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. Tell the good people about Dungeons and Dragons, speaking of. Yeah. Do it. Uh, oh, that's... <laughs> I ran a podcast with my uh, sibling. Uh, it is called Dungeons and Dragons, uh, where we talk about everything in the nerd space, but uh, with a lot of accountability. Our last episode, we talked about uh, dice companies making very odd decisions about what materials to make dice out of. <laughs> 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 Indeed, Noir. <laughs> Indeed. Some, you oh, would think some, some choices are obvious. Listen, if you don't know what the story's about, whatever material you're thinking, I guarantee it's worse. It's worse. <laughs> Check out that podcast. I'm sure that's a hell of a conversation. I need to go see that one. Yeah, my, my mouth literally hung open for a good five minutes after reading that. Uh, I was, I'm definitely going to go check out that episode. Um, <laughs> my whole family history collectively boggles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, all right. Well, thank you, Noir. Um, anybody else have anything to announce before we get into the thing that I am wearing on my jacket tonight that is in no way an unhappy space-styled creature? I believe, Eric, there's a thing for chat to know from that you got to tell chat about. What's that? What do you mean? Oh, a giveaway? Is that what I have here in my notes? Maybe, perhaps. Oh, yes. If you're watching Beacon tonight, you can win something. Uh, at the break... Because of our sponsor, Demiplane, who has been sponsoring us this past season, thank you so much, Demiplane, um, we have another giveaway code tonight for the Aliens Colonial Marine Operational Manual. This is the new digital uh, operational manual that just came out for the Alien Nexus. Uh, Demiplane is moving full steam ahead, getting a lot of great RPGs up on their platform that are not... that you don't see a lot of like good solid digital support for outside of virtual tabletop. They are supplying a great platform to play TTRPG games as well as checking out a lot of the virtual stuff. I just bought the entire collection of Vampire for myself. It's just a little Christmas present to me and now I own all of it. I'm very pleased with it. Um, but uh, go check it out. We uh, As we play uh, here on Beacon, we are using uh, the Alien Nexus and let me tell you something. Hot Linked is good, but being able to immediately mouse over and get all your stats and tables that you need right away is pretty freaking awesome when you're running a game online so check it out it really helps the stream punks click on the links and head over the alien nexus and on the break we are going to do a giveaway code for that uh operations manual it is uh exclamation mark demi plane and that's the command code to enter in on the break so make sure to hold off on that until break time rolls around and yeah that's all i got thank you caitlin and jake who had to remind me three times (laughs) because I'm so distracted. Uh, thank you. Anybody else have any other announcements for the evening before we jump into tonight's uh, horror fest of love and death? I'm getting very mixed messages. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, yeah. Wait, I do have one more thing. Tomorrow... We have a very long intro tonight. Go ahead. No, sorry. <laughs> no, no, uh, no, that's my fault. I just remembered it's the end of the year, uh-huh. and this is actually the last week that metagame is supposed to happen yeah 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 also this is a good time to tell y'all i'm going to take a break from metagame to focus on clear skies perseverance for a little while and we will fill that time slot on our discord with something else tbd 
unless it wants to be deed right now. <laughs> I, I thought I was you. <laughs> uh, uh, Indeed. It, that was that was great. It was great. Uh, like watching watching dominoes just fall <laughs> as everyone just click click Sometimes, click click click. Um, yep. Yeah. Just gotta roll with, with yep. the thing and roll in your brain. Own every word uh, you say. Yes. So um, I I was gonna play a solo game, but now I'm reconsidering because I might want to ask Caitlin to come play Goncharov, like a two person Goncharov with me. Oh no, we'll see. It'll do be it. one of those two things. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. Let's okay, do it. yay. All right. Let's do it. I'm down. Well, that just got deed. So. <laughs> You're Indeed gonna kill Sam. I don't even have to make panic rolls tonight. Sam's just gonna die. If I kill Sam with my puns, I'll be sad, but also like Sam like, will be proud, proud of me. I was yeah. Say, yeah. Sam, ghost of Sam, will will appear and be like, "Yo, good job, nicely killing done. me." Solid play. Um, okay. So, do we have any other announcements for the evening before we start? Yes, Sam. Um, okay, so I actually do. Yeah. Because um, there's there's. Uh, announcements, the ones I can't make yet, and that it's ex look, it's exciting even when you have those. Um, mm -hmm. But um, I will not be having morning people tomorrow because there's a whole lot of stuff going on, including uh, on the Airte, the Children of Airte after show uh, from Demiplane uh, is going to be tomorrow. We moved it from the first of the month to the second of the month, and uh, it's going to be a whole holiday special. Uh, so that's tomorrow. But speaking of holiday special, my favorite way to get into games is when people tweet interesting things and I put in the eyes emoji and then someone gets at me. Um, in totally unrelated news, I'm in a Hanukkah special, y'all. We mm -hmm. did it. Taterpigas have a Hanukkah special. My instructions from my GM were, and I quote, go absolutely feral. This is going, this is the Hanukkah special I've always wanted. Um, I um, am one of uh, the token non-femmes on Girls Run Worlds. They actually like have a quota, which is awesome and, and very gender validating. Um, that, uh, and so it's gonna be going down. We've had our sessions here. It's good, it's, it's so good and it has a bunch of your faves uh i didn't even know there were that many hidden into because anyway point being <laughs> uh girls on roads it's going to be this saturday uh at 5 p.m pacific 8 p.m eastern uh please check uh the social net uh for details as they get announced and arised uh so i i'm i'm, I'm so excited just <laughs> absolutely feral all right Carol. but enough I, about tonight all right i think with that let's go ahead and jump in to tonight's episode of beacon
Welcome back to Beacon, everybody. Let's go ahead and jump into our session tonight. Our last chapter of the story has finally wrapped, which means that our story points are officially resetting for this session. So you guys have free reign once again to activate story points. Now, just as a quick update before we jump into the narrative tonight and explore what happens next with our crew, um, I would say thus far the experiment of using the story points has actually gone pretty well. And I think for now, I'm going to keep it in place so that uh, when story points are spent for an entire chapter, because uh, what I've noticed is, is they're being used very wisely, like no one's burning through them. But uh, what I've noticed is that it actually does seem to be working quite well for the campaign play. So I'm going to keep it the way it is for now. And uh, if there's any updates or changes to that, as a quick reminder to those of you who are watching, um, our highest level supporters, the super punks, um, their names get called out and their contributions, not only to us, the stream punks, become story points, which then the players can actually use to enhance their chances of success in game. They do this by declaring that they're spinning a story point and the story point allows them to count fives as a success as well as sixes, effectively raising their chances of succeeding at the task they are in this game rather exponentially. So, um, Thank you, everybody, for who's contributed. The story points have now officially reset, and that is going to be uh, important because we are beginning this session off. <laughs> uh, just, I'm just watching the horror grow on Sam's face, and I haven't even said anything yet. <laughs> um, Androids don't feel stress. Androids don't feel right. stress. Um, this session begins with... Sam, please tell me what Isaac has been doing for the past 14 days in deep space, traveling from Paxton's Reach all the way back to Beacon Station. Well, we finished up our books. Um, I thought about going back to the beginning, but I didn't want anyone to get sick of them in their sleep. I've been monitoring the ship all of the ship, each piece of the ship. Mm. Uh, there's a lot of ship, but not that much. Do me uh, a favor, um, just just to help inform the rest of what happened while you were managing the ship. Make me a heavy machinery check, mm. and you can add a plus one to that for the tools that you were allowed to use. Thank you. Yeah. Did you approve my dice? <laughs> you Do we have quadrupedal approval? Approve mm -hmm. <laughs> I seized the means of production and that's just mm. with me. Mm. Nope. In, in tray. On tray. Three successes. Three successes. With three successes, you will not have to maintenance the ship again the next week. With the help of Mother, you're able to keep the Elios well-maintained. The engine's running just fine. She is indeed an old ship. You've gotten... You've, you've had essentially now roughly four weeks of private time with the Elios 
walking up and down through the corridors, traveling through the decks, using the lift, visiting the cargo bays, moving throughout the spaces in the upper landing claw chamber, the maintenance lift, the central hyperdrive machinery units, everything that's compacted in here. Occasionally, of course, moving into the hypersleep vault to check on the crew to make sure that their hypersleep is being undisturbed. And as always, they seem to be in perfect hibernation. Temperatures are fine. Life support systems are completely fine. Mother occasionally uh, keeps you company with questions and answer sessions, which she can do for you anytime you have any inquiries to make. Though, if I remember correctly, Isaac, when we last left off, at least when we were leaving Paxton's Reach and heading home, you had asked Mother a series of questions that she was either being dodgy about or literally did not fully understand the scope of the query. I'm curious, in that time, have you approached Mother at all to pursue or follow up on questions that you had asked before, or do you let it sit? Oh, yes. That was that was the next next thing out of my mouth. Yeah. Okay. Then let's 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 see to that. So we'll say what what day number does it matter to you, or can we just pick a day where Isaac decided? Uh, it it could be any given day. Picking the number just indicates where I am in okay. this journey. Sure, don't feel stress. Isaac, you move into the bridge area, which. To anybody who would just be peering through the door, the bridge area would look cluttered, especially when you compare it to the other ships that we as viewers are used to seeing with the expanse of open spaces and the clean consoles. But instead, this very much resembles an old-fashioned, very analog-looking bridge with consoles everywhere and a few spaces to walk in between these consoles before you reach flight chairs and computer stations. Moving past all of that is easy enough. The mother access uh, corridors to your right. As you step through that corridor and slide the card through and get access to the mother vault, the door slides open and you see the room that is in my background. As you step into the room, it begins to flicker a little bit, acknowledging that someone has entered the mother uh, access port. When you slide into the seat and say, good morning, mother, you just see good morning, Isaac, appear on the screen. Uh, just kind of pulls out and you have access to mother so what's a nice girl like you doing in a place like this <laughs> mother says standing by yeah I get that a lot <laughs> what orders on this ship are currently outstanding pending trigger. It starts to list, Mother immediately begins to list um, what looks like contingency orders mm -hmm. in the case of a loss of life support and contingency orders in case the ship is rendered inoperable in case of death of crew. You just see it listing all of these contingencies. Um, you see one that looks like has been uh, has been requested by O'Donnell, and it's a a contingency. If the and curiously enough, maybe somebody who's done their homework. But when you when you immediately curiosity seizing you, Isaac, looking into what that contingency order is, Mother informs you that O'Donnell apparently had concerns about the conditions of the landing cycle for the Elios. 
and wanted something in place should there be a damaged landing strut. Uh, Mother, of course, has that contingency on standby and has listed it as uh, not vital. <laughs> so, but the rest of this, as, as they all start uh, popping up, you don't see immediately anything that stands out. You quickly scan through all of it. Moving down, moving down, looking through all the lines, there's roughly about 635 contingency plans of how Mother can react if there is an in case of emergency. And they go down to every last possible contingency, including, like, supplies have completely run out and crew is out of food. Um, it has what you also discover is the Ilios. The Mother... Mother has been updated a few times, but it looks like her navigational charts are slightly old and maybe not reliable. Beyond where you're going from this particular area, the sector of the frontier, your immediate impression is that if Mother was going to travel, if, if the Ilios was going to travel any farther outside of the range you've already traveled, she would probably need an overhaul or an update, something a little more up to date. But aside from that, no other anomalies immediately stand out to you, and you don't see any evidence of some mysterious order that resembles what you saw on Paxton's Reach. How many of these, if any, are encrypted? How many of mother units are encrypted of um well so i i well that's a great question do they encrypt the whole hard drive one can do they i think isaac would probably know that in this is this is standard isaac isaac would probably know that mother is going to have going to give certain access to certain crew members over other crew members it's possible since Albright has been designated captain that he has the highest access and might have, and, and certainly since Mother is actually listing him as alive, <laughs> that uh, he still has the highest ranking on, on the ship. Curiously enough, though, Mother has, you do see lines of code appear in front of you on the screen um, that Mother requests an update on chain of command. Because apparently, according to what you see, which she is listing in front of you, you notice that the only person that has been given chain of command is Albright. There is no XO, and there is no who would be in command if there would be to a death or an accident. I'll note that and log it for the crew to decide later. In the meantime, I know on the way over, and perhaps... Uh, the doctor could speak to what happened uh, immediately before he went to sleep on the way back. I got the card. I got the captain card. Mm -hmm. Is that the sole identification criteria, or are there others? You know that Mother has the ability to determine who is using the terminal. But Mother also assumes that if the captain is alive and you have the captain's access card, it's standard procedure to assume, and, and indeed standard procedure on board ships like this, to that, that essentially the ship synthetic would have full access if needed. All right. Then... 
I think I would like, since I have time, to start brute forcing through files. Okay. In which case, make a contact check. Mm-hmm. And because... I'm going to say no bonus from Mother on this. Does the captain's card give me a bonus with Mother? Hmm, that's a good question. I try. Yes, yes. Yes, it would. Um, I'll allow a plus one die bonus for that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, y'all, how do we feel? Um, you want to? I mean, I know it's, I know it's <laughs> very so early. I just, it hey, does do it. Feel, do it. It's do an it. important role. I, I mean, we all see what you're getting at. So I, I think everyone is in agreement that this is probably an important role. It feels important. And, and I try not to ask for them, like if I'm fighting or stuff, cause you know, um, it's pretty easy to grab my hard drive if I fall to pieces. <laughs> um, but this is harder than that. Well, I can't see Ox Crew chat, but I have a feeling that they're all shouting, do it. <laughs> yep, so, do it. <laughs> go ahead. Okay. Um, then I will send it. Okay. In which case? <gasps> I got one! You got a success. All right. Thank you, Shock22. Thank you. Who just, who just signed up to be a super punk. Thank <gasps> you so much. Uh, all right. Through. So... Oh, no, wait. I had two. Because fives are successes. That's right. Fives are successes. Yo, two let's successes. proceed. Okay. So, you sp- it takes you a better part of two days moving at your speed, Isaac. Your ability to process process information and move through the lines of code and dialogue and just, like, talk to Mother in a way that she, you kind of corner her in a lot of situations. But what you discover is is it, it almost feels like there are two personalities in Mother. There are sometimes where she answers questions where she knows what you're talking about, and sometimes where she just kind of plays oblivious. Literally, at one point on day number two, when you are starting to exhaust your search, you decide to show your hand a little bit, and specifically, as you said, blunt force, ask, you specifically request all information regarding Special Order 937, which immediately calls up an old file on the mother computer. And as it's loaded up, um, it notes that the special order, this special order, it looks like it has been rescinded. It is sort of like digging through the recycling bin, if you would. But it looks like it is an old code that has been since rescinded and removed from the computer. As you access it, you sure enough see... Priority one, ensure return of organism for analysis, all other considerations, secondary, crew expendable. What other orders have been rescinded? What's that? What other orders have been rescinded, sort by level of secrecy? Um, well, the, searching for a history of what has been rescinded, you begin to go through the database, and what you notice is you are now starting to access information that has been buried on the mother system. And mother doesn't fight you on this. Every time you access it, you it, it is tricky. What you're starting to realize is you're not able to search. You're having to basically sort of shot in the dark use keywords that you believe might be 
comparable using a lot of the situation that you just experienced to try to draw out keywords that are used in some of the phrases that could be in these files and whatnot. And what you get back is a very curious piece of information. These orders that you're going through, there's a few of them. You see a reference to this special order, but you also see a curious reference to something called chemical A0-3959X.91-15. And it also has a very specific order. This one somewhat newer. Looks like it was added to the database uh, in, in a later time period as the original special order. But the curious piece of information that you get, there's no information as to what that chemical is. But the curious piece of information is there is a log of who rescinded every order. Their authorization codes are all over it. And the orders have been systematically removed and, and like delegated off the drive. It apparently has been buried by one director, Camilla Varela. using her personal access codes. Isaac, it looks like the director boarded the Ilios at some point, accessed Mother, and judging from the activity you're seeing, systematically went through, dug around the way you are digging around now, and just systematically rescinded every order. And your suspicion is she was able to do that for the fact that she used to be an executive at a certain company that gave these orders. Uh, I've been with her since we arrived at the station. Mm -hmm. What was the timeline? When did, when did she do that? You have no recollection of a time where she boarded the Ilios. You, you have no recollection of her ever actually boarding any of the ships. But you do know that Beacon has... The Beacon Foundation has not had access to these ships until they were delivered right before you were sent to retrieve. It's possible that in the time that you were sent to retrieve personnel and came back, it's very likely that that was probably the window of time because when you all arrived is when these ships were already on site. So with these logs, can I correlate it against uh, anything uh, with the timeline of help requests from Paxton's Reach? Anything like that? You want to see if there's a connection? Yeah. Um, Hmm. That might be possible, but I think I would have to leave that up to another contact check. All right. Typically, even with the two successes you rolled, typically would not call for a second check like this, but you are definitely, you are definitely going for gold here. So let's, Thank you. let's find out. 
uh, I didn't explicitly spend my stunt. May I put it toward a plus one on this? Yes. Thank absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Someone's cheering for you. Yeah. Yeah, you want to sniff a mucka? You're good luck. Pup proved. She was good luck! Yeah! <laughs> Two! Two just sixes! Two sixes. Okay, so. Sixes. All right. What you find out from Mother is that there is no immediate data transmitted directly to the Ilios regarding Paxton's reach. Instead, what it looks like is some data was transferred from Beacon to the Ilios about Paxton's reach. Meaning, not surprising to you, Isaac, it means that Beacon Station was probably the one that actually received the request. Not unusual at all. You would have expected that. But checking to see if perhaps there was anything in the request or information that was being given or special orders or anything that Beacon placed within Mother regarding anything that happened there that maybe they didn't tell you that they knew, that kind of thing. Um, searching the database thoroughly, you discover that there is Yeah, okay. You discover there is an, a mysterious access code that is on one of the files. And it is listed in this tangential, looks like authorization, like Charlie Bravo C53396. And as you're reading it across, um, Isaac, when you finish, you are standing not sitting anymore. As I've used fondly in the past, like a bad movie edit, as you were sitting at this, you were standing suddenly. What time is that? You check ship's time. It is 45 minutes since you entered uh, Mother today and had the conversation, started making inquiry when you asked the question when you started digging into the database right when you started making the query is by your internal feeling of where the time should be it should be seconds if you there essentially there's 45 minutes missing from your memory right now is there is there still record of those previous queries uh yes yes there are you see all of the queries that you were making. Nothing has been removed from Mother. Then what did I just do in those 45 minutes? Everything okay on the ship? I'm going to check the ship. I'm, I'm going to do a lap. I need to check the ship. Isaac... You immediately swivel away from the comm chair and mother and the mother console and move out of the unit, taking the captain's card out of the slide. You move all the way down the corridor and enter the bridge. Taking a look around, you just see a calm-looking bridge, the subtle hum. All the consoles are dark. You just see the emergency lights are on, specifically for you. You move into the corridors and start making your way down the corridors. You just hear the melodic hum of the Ilios in hyper 
you don't see anything unusual in these in the readouts as you check like oxygen levels and like the the mix of co2 in the air you move down to the lower levels and thoroughly spend the next four hours just checking methodically every single room and every panel and every console coming back multiple times just to be sure checking the crew's vault in hypersleep apparently everything is still operating just as it was without making you roll because of your success in the heavy machinery check you are able to even checking the flight path and to see if there's a disruption in the Iliosis jump everything seems to still be fully functional and nothing looks like it's changed Respectfully. Mm -hmm. Apologies. I want to rifle through people's stuff until I find a pencil, and I want to take the Count of Monte Cristo that the doctor gave me, and I want to write down on paper that can't get, that, that won't get magnetically wiped as much of this as I can remember in the margins. Okay. Isaac, you move over to the lockers and begin to immediately open them up as you begin to open them up your hand freezes in front of the lock and you stare at it for a moment you're certain you've done this recently you're certain you have you insert the key into the lock and immediately swipe it and pull the locker open you see the first thing you see is a pulse rifle that is on safety it's fully loaded and it looks like it hasn't been touched but you also see belongings inside the bag the things that martha has been keeping you fold open the bag and look inside you see the data pad that martha has kept and encrypted you search her through her bag just to look to see if anything has been disturbed or moved. As you do, Isaac, you're beginning to realize you don't really have a very clear sense of what Martha had in this bag, aside from that very important piece of information. But as you finish rifling through, you feel relatively confident that if there was something in here that you would get at, it would have been the data pad, and it looks undisturbed. It looks undisturbed. But how could you tell? How would Isaac try to tell if it's been undis if it's been left undisturbed? Forty-five minutes, four hours. Um, that you couldn't even use temperature as a trace anymore. After that much time, if I'd started here, I might have found it, but. Respectfully. Um, I, I, I wanted to crack it open. The, the data pad itself? Um, not, no, not the hardware. That, that would be, that would be damaging. Um, okay. I want to at least check, um, see the, see whether the files are still there. I don't, I don't know anything about the status of what anything's been done with them, but. Um, make me a. Hmm. 
Make mm, hmm. I have. I want to see if this. If you would like, okay. So I tell you what. Mm-hmm. I'll let you choose how you're doing this investigation. You can use heavy machinery if you were trying to physically dig into the parts of something. Right. If you're trying to use, obviously, it's Comtech if you want to try to yeah. investigate and use anything like that. If you want to do any more than that, we can make an observation check. But I know that you don't want Isaac doing that, if possible. Honestly, it's right there with Comtech, if you will okay. observe the attribute thing. Um, yeah. Though I really should have poured into Comtech. That's unfortunate on my part. Um, nonetheless, it's not my job. Um, so on opening it, I presume I encounter encryption, yes? Yes, Martha encrypted the hell out of this thing. The moment you open it up and you see the digit ciphers appear, you know the digit cipher alone is a false lead. Martha has a fake entry code page that immediately greets you when you open it up. Perfect, fantastic. So here's what I would like to roll about, and I'm probably... I'm pretty sure it's still uh, Comtech at the end of the day, but it might be a bit of a know thyself. Um, I want to assess the encryption specifically with an eye to whether this is something that I can computationally crack in 45 minutes or okay. not. You want to... Would it have held up in, those mis- in that missing time? <clears throat> um, okay. Because uh, my guess is if Martha's encrypted it, there's nothing that I would have been able to do about it in just 45 minutes. Yeah. You, okay. So without rolling, I could tell you right now that, Isaac, you are pretty confident that you would not be able to encrypt. You would not be able to break the encryption Martha put on this thing in 45 minutes. Good. Th- That's this all thing, I needed to know. This thing would require a lot more power to, to, to break the encryption, and you don't have enough skill for that, essentially. Can I assess whether... Mother would be able to decrypt this. Mother absolutely has the computational power to break into a, a the the. Sh- I think the mother sixty five hundred is what you guys are mm-hmm. using on board this ship, yes. and that has a Comtech check base dice pool of seven. She absolutely has the capacity. It's not a guarantee. No. But she absolutely has the capacity to do it. Okay. Then I would like to put this back and put it away okay. and I'm I'll just walk right back down the hall to mother. I have okay. some logs to check. Okay. But I do not attempt I do not attempt any crack on the Encryption okay. myself. You, That's I don't need to know that. I just need to know it was safe from me or not. Okay. The moment you sit down and reinitialize with mother, you see the code start appearing across the screen, acknowledging that you've once again re-entered uh, the comm chair, and that you start immediately making inquiries. What would you like to know? What would you like to do here? You want to look at logs? Um. Would logs have held? Um. Uh, yes, depending. Um, logs oh, I'm sorry, of, her um, Comtech is six. 6,500 is Comtech six. 
Okay, so versus what I happen to know uh, is a is a difficulty four. That's that? yes. Those stats Martha aren't rolled, great. No, they're not. They're not great. Martha rolled a monster pile yeah. of successes before you all went to sleep. The odds are not in Mother's favor if yeah. she was yeah. trying to crack this. Um. So yes, I will. I will look for, um, look for proof of work. Um, okay. Uh, uh, then yeah. I'm going to ask you to make a mm, make me a mobility check, if you would, please. Oh no! What's mother trying to hit me with? Her best shot. Why don't you? Nope. No success. There's a no there's a nope. Okay, now there make Back me an observation it. check. The funny thing is I was doing so well. <laughs> the funny thing is I was doing so well. Uh, and yes, I was grubbing for every advantage I could get, and that's a bigger dice pool, but I was doing so well. You don't see any evidence that this has been accessed, and it doesn't look like the data pad has been accessed using Mother, from what you can tell. The console in Mother looks rather undisturbed. There is a port where you could plug this data pad into Mother for her to access, but as you look at it, Isaac, you realize it is a simple slot that opening closes. It's like trying to tell if somebody's ever used a disk drive. There's really no way of telling unless you know exactly what to look for. And as you stare at this, you're not sure how you would pull that off. I wish Bishop were here. He'd know what to do. I do heavy machinery. I do hardware. I put my hand on the panel and apologize in advance. Okay. Um, if I start taking panels off, if I start just, uh, looking to the wiring um mm -hmm. finding out from the port um what processors um have been worked on what drives were accessed uh data is really hard to wipe and especially on a lot of the media the the digital media that we use mm -hmm. so i want to Fine. figure out uh, what media were used for forensic Using study. heavy machinery. 
to uh, literally... opening up, taking the panel off, looking at the port that uh, I would have used, um, following uh, the traces. Okay, then opening me, up the computer. Make me a heavy machinery check, but I'm going to make this difficult, so I'm going to set set That's it at very two. Reasonable. That is very reasonable. Yeah. Um. Okay. Equipment or not? Nah? Um. I would like to think I'm using some if I'm going into the main computer. I think, yeah, I think if you're going to, especially, especially Mother, there is just so much that could go wrong messing with Mother, especially when y'all are in the middle of a hyper jump. Yeah, um, so I would love. <laughs> it's best to just be as careful as possible. Yes, you can remove the access panels. A Mother immediately informs you that an access panel has been opened on the mainframe. Um, Thank you for letting me know. There is a lot going on when you open up the access panels. It looks clean box upon clean box upon clean box of hard drive and area that can score hundreds of millions of gigaquads of data that you just see like automatically uh, processing in front of you. Um, the brain, essentially, of the Mother 6500. You access that. Go ahead and make me the heavy machinery check to see if you can make the determinations you're looking for. One. One. One success. Just the biggest, like, I have, I only have, like, two extra dice hanging out here after yeah. that, after that roll, but I get, I get one. You get one success. Um, so it's not going to be enough to tip you off as to where Mother was accessed. Yeah. But you think you're seeing signs that Mother was accessed. There's little things that tip you off to it. The fact that uh, when you've placed the panel back on... After searching, um, you notice that just one of the access points looked like it hadn't been completely, let's put it this way, like a loose screw. It hadn't been completely laid flush. That seems unusual to you. It's possible that you were working in haste if you did this, but there's no evidence aside from that. With only one success, you're just not sure. And the person who would be best able to tell is the one who locked this away. Yes. Did I find the pencil? Uh, yeah, I, I would say you found a pencil. The pencil. I need to write things down. There is plenty of paper, clipboards and whatnot that are accessible to you. The synthetic paper, of course. Um, Count of Monte Cristo. Okay. One of the two that Albert gave to me. One where you would notice if a piece of that paper were missing. Okay. In the margins. Everything I... Remember, I remember everything, right? Remember everything from Count of Monte Cristo? Well, yes, it was. What are you, ask, what are you asking? Uh, remember? No, the from before. I wouldn't know. I guess. Mm. But. The things I know, I still know them. Mm -hmm. There's okay. just a 45 minute gap. 
that you wouldn't even know was there had you not had become conscious while you were standing. If you had become conscious again while you sat, you it was so seamless, you might have thought you just blinked a little longer and would have probably needed to run a check to make sure you were feeling okay. That's the difference between the bad edit and the good one, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Then, then yes, all of that as, as much as I can onto paper, paper that I would notice if paper were missing or erased or altered with okay. pencils. You start immediately going to work. Yeah. Days pass and this occupies your time. Eventually you run out of four clipboards documenting everything that you are experiencing and doing, writing at speeds with clarity and focus that no human could achieve unless they were this was their entire life um you just completely scroll through synthetic paper after synthetic paper you end up going into the reserves as you're writing you begin to hear clicking sounds down the corridor and it almost causes you to snap out of your focus on what you're doing thinking that something is behind you for a split second and as you glance back over your shoulder you see what's actually happening is all the lights on the bridge start flickering on the corridor lights start to flicker on and you see the screens as the bridge computer consoles immediately start to flicker to life and you see trajectory coordinates eta all of the flight deck computers start to come online and you see in star chart showing that you have exactly one day before arrival at beacon station you also follows by the engines going and in front of you you see a distortion begin to bend and warp and then you see a star field out in front of you This is the first trip that time passed quickly. Okay. Uh, I remember last time it was uh, 12 hours before. Do I have to wait 12 or, or is 24 an adequate number? Can I wake them up yet? Uh, 24, it might be a little early. Okay. Because you'd know that organic life requires at least, at the very least, to, to function properly, at least six hours of sleep. Twenty Waking them up 24 would kind of push that limit a little bit. Um, so you've got a few more hours, close to like eight, eight to 12 hours before you really need to wake them up. Um, I'm going to take the paper I was writing on mm -hmm. and I'm going to go all the way back down again because there's been nothing uh to look at through the window since we left but mm -hmm. now the window has stars in it again so i'd like to do my writing by the window okay easy enough you take your position over at uh, the pilot seat where o'donnell likes to sit there's a clear view of space out in front of you and a few obvious bright shining stars that you recognize from being able to see from the windows of the director's office, indicating you've arrived back near the system in which Beacon Station can be found. Oddly, kind of just feels a little bit like home. You, of course, are able to identify what those stars are and 
using the star chart mother gives you when in making inquiries you're able to pull up information about the surrounding star systems just as a curiosity and what do you do for the next 12 hours you just right here by the window I would say you would lose stress from that if you were capable of gaining it. No, androids don't feel stress. Mm. I do, I do... I'm gonna put my feet up like O'Donnell a little bit while I do. Okay. You lean back in this big, thick, heavy pilot's chair and kind of hear it squeak a little bit. You push your feet up onto the console. At first I do it kind of gingerly. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not even really putting my weight onto it. No. Okay. I make an effort of it to, to lean. Okay. You make an effort to lean in. There is a sense of king of the castle that you start to appreciate about sitting in the pilot's chair and remembering your success taking the Ilios off the planet's surface of Paxton's Reach and breaching the sky. Maybe O'Donnell will let you dock. A vastly more complicated procedure in many ways. Um, can you enjoy your time on the bridge? I write with O'Donnell-like confidence. Okay. <laughs> you channel your inner O'Donnell. Yeah. Um, after? If there were like a mint cigarette, I, I'd, I'd be going oh for it, but not one of not one of actual now. Right. Uh, you um, twelve hours pass before you get the notification that Mother is initiating uh, the wake procedure and rousing the crew. Right about now is when you realize uh, that you can. Right about now, down the corridor, you imagine that in the hypersleep vault, the chamber, the vault doors are, of the sleeping pods are starting to slowly rise. I had a note. I know I had a note. Um, I had a note when we traveled of um, slippers and hot towels and coffee ready except for Martha who wants hot bug juice and chili mac for the captain and for Martha. Okay. You've probably got about 30 minutes before they, as they come out of hypersleep. Yeah. So you get to work? Yeah. All right, you put down your writing materials. You head straight past the infirmary, straight past the hypersleep vault, and into the next room, which is the galley, the largest room on the deck next to the flight deck, um, and go to work. You immediately start, you pull packets out of the cabinets. Um, you unsecure some of the refrigerated objects and put them onto the countertop. You begin to brew some coffee. You pull out the bug juice. You see the prefab meals that they're already. You pull out the chili packets, and it takes you... Maybe about 15 minutes, but you move efficiently and quickly, Isaac, with determination. And within 15 minutes, you have yourself a full meal and coffee brew and ready to go. Back in the hypersleep vault, unfortunately, because of the air scrubbers, no one can smell the coffee brewing. <laughs> but each one of you begins to slowly awaken and might be a little bit disorienting. But it's validated. It's not a dream when you hear one of your fellows groan as they're starting to come about. Light on the other side of your eyelids. 
It's soft. Thankfully, Mother is kind and doesn't immediately shine bright fluorescent lights in your face. Um, the hypersleep chamber accommodates you all when you wake up. But to the, the best that Mother can do, even in deep space travel like this, it is still chilly in here. Emerging from hypersleep, you're all getting goosebumps as you wake up. Tig, always, as always, gotta sit up fast, gotta get moving fast. Just barrel through it, brute force your way through 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 haze. She's like sitting up, stretching out, shaking it off, mm -hmm. trying to get up and moving because the faster she gets moving, the faster she can put on warmer clothes. <laughs> right. Is yeah. it always going to be this bad on my knees? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't been that old yet. <laughs> she knocks on your uh, on your pod. Right over your head, Doc. You just hear the knuckles rapping against the thick glass frame. Just cries at the sound and opens up his pot. You reach up and try to push it open even farther, feeling a little claustrophobic in here, Doc, when you realize it's fully extended. It's all the way up. Oh. <laughs> He's just a pathetic sight for the first five, ten minutes. Good morning, Starshine. Uh, Scott the galley. Let's go. O'Donnell says, I wish I could tell you you're going to get used to it, Doc, but the truth is, is if you're not used to it by now, you're always going to hate it. I hate you so much. <laughs> that too. Welcome to the club. Uh, At three. Uh, well, I'm glad we all made it out safe. Oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> pukes a little. <laughs> <laughs> you immediately don't get the words out as... And about that point, Isaac, you can hear the crew waking up, stirring. Tegas. Slippers, hot towels. Those first. He's fully Those. laughing, like patting your back as you like. <laughs> you see Isaac turn the corner as you're patting the dog's back. Just Isaac gently, is holding not, hot not, towels. Just like teasing me. Uh, hey, hey, Isaac, sight for sore eyes. Your eyes are sore. Should I get a doctor? Oh. Uh, uh, we've got what he's just busy. <laughs> that was a joke. I'm not really fired on all cylinders right now. <laughs> we'll get some food in a towel. <laughs> you can see the steam wafting off of this towel that Isaac hands to you. Oh, man, just taking that and cradling himself like a baby. The moment you clutch it to your chest, the warmth that spreads over your body is heaven. Good morning, Isaac. Morning. Hot. I'm gonna go eat food. I'm gonna go eat food and eat so much food. And eat yeah. all of the food. Not all of the food. You could eat all the food. I'll, I'll eat, I mean, we're almost home. I could eat, like, eat all the food. Probably not physically, but like theoretically, I could. And she'll walk out of the. <laughs> walk towards the galley. So Donald starts putting on his flight suit. <laughs> Pulling it up, zipping it up. Martha has. um... <coughs> Her slow wake up, uh, her usual slow wake up is still in effect. So mm -hmm. she has just like kind of slowly sat up, swung her feet to the ground, stood up, um, comes over to Isaac, takes a towel. Thanks. That's really nice. Thank you. And goes straight for the shower. Okay. You head straight for the hygiene closet. Personal lockers and showers. Um, Sure enough, one of the great things about 
water reclamation in the uh, the Ilios is after being asleep for this long, uh, there is plenty of hot water. Um, it's not like it is on the station. With only a, with a small crew like this, you can actually spend up to ten minutes in the shower. What? It's pure heaven. Wow. Yep. Makes you want to go on more missions. <laughs> One of the perks <laughs> of being out on your own with a big ship like this all to yourself. Mm -hmm. And you managed to get some of the aches out of your muscles. Um, as soon as you step out of the shower, walking right past you completely naked as O'Donnell with a cup of coffee in his hand. And he goes, excuse me just slips right past you and immediately turns the the is is he you see the blurriness in his eyes as he moves past you and turns the shower back on still with an open cup of coffee in his hand and as the water sprays down onto it he seems to start drinking it as fast as he can but he doesn't move Ugh. oh fuck 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 <laughs> fuck oh fuck good morning to you too yeah fuck he just shrugs and starts drinking the watered down, recycled watered down coffee. Um, Shower coffee. And he just stands underneath the water as you step out, Martha. Um, yeah, in the galley, you all find yourselves with coffee and food waiting for you. Tig is fully laying on one of those, like, they're like, they're like those long, like, kind of arch benches, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's laying down because she went went there first while everyone kind of got ready. She was like, I just need to get moving and move toward the direction of food, fully laying down on her back on one of them with, like, the mug, like, sitting on her chest, and she's, like, nibbling on rations, <laughs> like, mm -hmm. just, like, until people get there, and then she'll sit up. But she's like, that's her. <laughs> I've gotten up, I've gotten up, and now I'm gonna, I need to slow down for a little bit while I wake myself up. <laughs> you and Martha are getting treated right now because the truth is is Aww. that as, as a former Marine and as a Marine, you guys do not get prefab meals of this quality unless you're at base. Mm -hmm. um, so it was nice being on Beacon, but here too, it kind of feels like a, it's like a palace compared to nice. what you're normally getting in the galleys on uh, on board when you're on duty. You, especially because the most legendary food item on the menu is the fake cornbread that is served, mm -hmm. um, which you are certain you could kill somebody with if you needed Probably. to. Improvise um, with them. Yeah. But yeah. I would say after about like a 45 minute ritual, each one of you find yourselves in a very similar, if you can, picturing that really great opening scene in Alien where everyone is gathered in the galley and lighting up a cigarette in O'Donnell's case and getting situated and cracking jokes and finally coming to life. Tossing dried food bits at, at each other yeah. when they make bad jokes. <laughs> Isaac, bless you. Bless you for this. How was your How was your uh, extended ship babysitting? Eventful. <laughs> hmm. Oh. Well, I would hope uh, not. Is it eventful? <laughs> yeah, that also gets O'Donnell's uh, as he's he's working on his second cup of coffee. He sets it down and goes, "What the fuck does that mean, eventful? Is everything okay?" Oh, it was just a small invasion that I thought of. Oh. Good invasion. job. <laughs> Impressive. Is that the humor? 
Yeah, you know, that, that kind of humor, I don't know if it's funny anymore after this last mission. <laughs> I think it's still funny. Okay, it's still funny. Fine. I'm overruled. He tries to catch it in his mouth, and it just bounces no. off his eye. Fuck! I feel like they've been tossing like like bits back and forth. Not, yeah. not a, neither of them have caught a single one. Yeah, okay. Not a single yeah, one. Y'all yeah, yeah. <laughs> are cleaning this up when it's all said and done. Oh, yes, Dad. Yeah, duh. Now, Isaac, you said it fought off an invasion, but you mind if I ask what sort? Oh, um... Well, that was an attempted at humor, but O'Donnell says it's not funny anymore. Oh, I, I Tink was. Says it is. Uh, well, I, and Tink I, says I, it's funny anymore. Tink outranks me, technically. <laughs> I was just assuming it might have been like some attempt at a cold, uh, uh, or, or, or flu or something. Uh, no, that wasn't an attempt at a code. Oh, I, I meant cold. Like, I thought you... you I, I, every now and then, I, I forget. I apologize. thought you had an infection, virus, or something. Sniffles. <laughs> virus. Invasion, like infection. Right. M Mother asked for everyone else to have ranks because I don't think Mother knows what would happen if something happened to you. Right. I, don't think it's relevant. I told Mother it isn't relevant because nothing bad will ever happen to you. Ever. That, that, that is certainly a kindness. I think I, I agree with Mother. It, it, it is imperative that we get this all figured out. So should the worst occur, I'd very much like for my crew to be able to make it home. Um, I, I suppose we should have discussions uh, about that. Uh, first, uh, how are we all after Paxton's? I, I know it was a lot. Uh, just if anybody needs to talk about it. I, I do have a question, but I don't have to go first if somebody else wants to bring it up. Uh, oh, no, you already got to the diving board. Might as well take a leap. Um, I don't... Look, I don't want to. I don't want to make it sound like I've been thinking. Well, I've been thinking a lot about it, but I just. I'm just curious. This is such a loaded question, but I have to ask it. What are we gonna say when we get back to Beacon? Like, I guess we do the full debrief. There's no reason to not do that. It just. I, I only ask because. Some some pretty wacky shit happened down there, and then there's the stuff on the data pad that feels like it's way over my pay grade and i i just don't know what what do y'all want to do about this i i guess that, that's what i'm asking like what's the feel of the crew how are you guys feeling about this and uh, 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 let me just go ahead and say for the record that i'm not saying that this is a democracy captain what you say goes i'm just i just want to know what everyone what do y'all think i'm gonna you go know. get a book i'll be right back you are far too nervous to be my pilot. Um, <laughs> but listen, um, every, everybody's got a voice in what happens next, but I'll state my intentions. And should we find that my intentions are not the way that we as a crew would like to proceed, then we will change course. But we represent Bacon. We are supposed to be the light and the darkness of this place. So what we found 
We will share. People need to know hundreds of people with discarded as if they were nothing and having lost childhood, the depths of space, I feel it is our responsibility to bring some closure to those people. Captain, I think that's that's really commendable and I agree. I don't see a reason not to. I mean, if any other crews are going out besides us, they should know that that shit's out there. I mean, we were the only operational ship when we left, but it's been like 14, 14, 28. It's been a little over a month now. Yeah. So. I mean, even if it's 10 years from now, there are going to be other crews. I mean, ideally, that's the point of Beacon. As we get sent to these places, I imagine we're going to find all manners of dark secrets that people would like to take to the grave. I will say, though, um, you know, we have to report back to Varela, of course, but maybe we just tell Varela about the secret file stuff that we found, just to kind of contain that knowledge, because it oh, seems yeah. highly no classified. Panic, pe pe make people panic about stuff that, you know, we let people higher than us decide who to tell that. Yeah, that makes sense. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's fine. That's probably for the best. And like, oh, and by the way, um, you know, we probably shouldn't tell anyone else either, like outside of our group about that stuff, the Dark Star stuff. You know, we should just keep it under our belts. I've read enough novels to feel like maybe talking about that's a really good way of getting in trouble. Yeah. So. We're getting dead. That's what I was trying to avoid saying, Tig, but yes. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait. Did Isaac say they were looking for, they were going to get a book? Yeah. Maybe they didn't like, finish <laughs> something. Maybe they didn't finish reading us something. Well, I want to know the ending. <laughs> I think this stuff spreads to darkness. I think, I think if we keep too much of it to ourselves we are just perpetuating the problem but that's just me so what do you what do you think what, what would you want to do with the information gotta get it to people who care about the truth and gotta get it to people who care about making sure that everybody knows the truth which I'd imagine is uh, a mite harder out here. Are you talking like media? Somebody. Uh, I, 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 I will keep, will keep my mouth shut as it seems that that is the will of the majority of the crew, but just. I feel that this program can only be killed by being revealed. I found it. Martha, have you read The Count of Monte Cristo? Uh, no. One of my favorites is a good book. 
Cool. <laughs> and Martha doesn't even open it, just sets it on the table. <laughs> cool. <laughs> All right. Wow, a book. <laughs> hey, um, never mind. What was that about diving boards? <laughs> well, I believe O'Donnell here said what he was meant to say, unless I'm mistaken there. No, that's it. If if you guys are good, I'm going to go to the flight deck and just check everything. All right. Well, I say we divvy out positions here to, to end Mother's Inquiry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Chain of command? Correct. Well, I, I am still the captain, uh, uh, unless y'all would like to change that for whatever reason, which I, I would, would not mind if you wanted to. I just... Uh, okay. Um, You're not I getting guess, out of it that easy, Doc. I, I guess there's... First, I, look, I, I'm a doctor. I don't... <laughs> I guess that I guess top down we go, uh, and, and this is just based on experience. No offense to nobody. I I, I respect you all equally. <clears throat> Martha, I I feel that you are more keen on what to do in battle Unbelievable. situations. Unbelievable! I cannot oh. believe you. I'm sorry. Go, keep going. I really, O'Donnell. Tell us how you really feel. I'm just saying. <laughs> Oh, you want, you want to be second in command? Is that what you're hell saying? Hell no. I'm going to be at the bottom of You want, you want more responsibility? Should we no. give you up some responsibility? No. Hell no. What's happening here? Put me sure? at the We can bottom. bring you all our problems. It's not, no. you know, no, no, we're happy no. to do that. Yeah, I will go back into hypersleep. you all our feelings? I will punch myself out. Bring no. all the problems to you? No, no, no. no, no. You're going to find gonna all your bottom. sedatives are going to be empty, Tig. I'm just going to jam those into my neck and throw myself back into the hypersleep chamber. It's been the plan a couple of times, but it's just the right time hasn't come yet, so. I can't allow you to do that. That's fair. Sorry, Captain. I was just cracking a joke. Go ahead. Oh no, no, it's it's fine. I was just wondering if you did knock yourself out, would we actually be better in our piloting situation? Um, I don't know. Cruelty at this breakfast table right now. He he motions over to he motions immediately over to Isaac and goes, you know, you it's possible. We'll we'll get there one day. Um, I'm seven months old. That is a terrifying notion. Uh, <laughs> that, that is just like the perfect just single comic panel of Isaac just standing there saying I am seven months old, seven months old. that's a t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> mark Especially that down after like ripping doors open <laughs> alright oh uh, I, I believe in third in, in, in the third uh, chain uh, Tig if, if you would take the position that would be Oh, wonderful. Uh, sure. Uh, next we have Isaac, and well, then several spaces below that, then we have O'Donnell. <laughs> yep. All right, well, we'll get that configured in the mother. I think, uh, I think I can feel some of the chili mat coming back up, so I'm gonna, oh, wow. I'm gonna go resolve that situation. <laughs> there are anti-nausea meds in my bag. Grab some. Hey, that was Isaac. inspiring. I'm going to go to the flight deck. Please excuse me. Godspeed to you, sir. And he hey, gets up. 
What's Isaac. Up? N- no, not you. Okay. Um, I'm, out, I'm, out, I'm out. He just skips out of the room as quickly as he can. Isaac, I really would love to like get better at what you do. Can we like trade info? Like you can teach me for a shift some heavy machinery stuff. Because I'm more like the software chick and like the shooty shooty chick, you know? That's a lot of skills. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. But, you know, I'd like to know how to fix the outside of thing and not just the uh, ones and zeros, you know? If you want to fix the outside of a thing, may I recommend studying with the captain? Oh, like medicine? I'm batting zero today. What kind of heavy machinery do you want to learn about? O'Donnell is learning the lifter. Oh, yeah. Do you want to learn about that? Do you want to learn about the ship? You know, here's the thing. I'm really good at opening doors when there's power to them and when I can hack a code. But back on Paxton's Reach, I couldn't open a door because there was no power in, and I couldn't access the programming. So I guess it's like literally like I just want to learn how things mechanically work and not just digitally. Maybe so maybe we could just start there, like with doors. Wait here. Okay. Let's see, where do I keep it? Um, probably in the engineering room. Um, I have on my character sheet as part mm-hmm. of my uh, equipment the maintenance jack I first used it when we were on Beacon Station a common tool used to open unpowered airlocks exactly mm-hmm. the kind of tool Martha's talking about nice. I want to I get mine and I want to bring it back Aww. to her okay mm-hmm. that's on the maintenance bay on deck C so you immediately just head back down there and get to the maintenance bay um, you find it right where you left it Moving before, back throughout the ship. It, yeah. Before yeah. Isaac comes back, mm-hmm. uh, I think, so Martha's left alone. Is, uh, no, I think I'm still here. Oh, good. I think I'm still there. I, yeah, no. I think Tig just kind of like has watched this whole exchange go like half sentences back and forth and then <laughs> watches Isaac leave and is like, did I miss something? <laughs> I'm still waking up, obviously. No, oh, I think they were just trying to be to, to to make a joke, but none of us have been awake for fourteen days like they have, so uh, we're all a little uh, still in the okay. Are we? Should we? Are, is this like not that I'm you know on the you know payroll anymore? But is are, do we need? To, is this like top secret shit we need to be worried about? Like, uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see the side, and I'm like, oh no, oh god, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> I can only say so much fair not i want to know anything but oh jeez okay but yeah we we really uh when we should we've been i've been ordered to keep it secret okay okay well yeah i might just have like a little chat with the captain doc doc captain i, I want to like a, i want to give like doc, a cap doc doc captain doc doc captain doc cap yeah, it's in there somewhere. Captor? No, that's bad. No. Yeah. Well, <laughs> when we're more awake, it'll it'll come. It'll it'll we'll f- it'll manifest at the 
and most inopportune moment. We'll find um, it. Yeah. But yeah, I I might just have a little combo with him later. I don't know. I almost did it, but then I was like, no, I'll just do it one on one. We'll see. Yeah, I guess. Is his big heart gonna get him in trouble? Yeah, but but here's the thing, like, God, he's right. <laughs> he's a hundred percent right. Oh, for sure. Uh, I wish I, guess... I wasn't under freaking orders, but he's right. I start to kind of like, kind of graze my fingers along the cover of the Monte Cristo book. Is it? What does it look like? Is it older? Does it have like a nice fun texture? Albright. Uh, it is a pristine leather-bound version with like stitching on is the side. Is it real leather? It's real leather. And that it's, book it's... is worth a week's salary. What? what? And, and the pages also <laughs> ha- make out like a little picture when they're oh, on the yeah, side. Like the, 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 the oh yeah, the illustrated. Yeah, beautiful. I start to notice the detail, and I'm like, "Holy crap! This is a beautiful book." Do you, do you right. ever hear? Do you ever hear them? Hear what? I, when they when they read to us, I feel bad that I don't dream uh, about it. I feel like you know, I feel like I should, <laughs> and like I don't think I don't know if I do. Not that I dream much normally, but I do have some weird dreams. <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't remember this book if this is what they were reading to us, and I opened the front cover. I do I like notice I anything about? Once. Yeah, what's in the front cover? <laughs> Uh, on the front cover, I, there's one last thing that uh, would be on his book. Um, it's uh, with all my heart to Simeon and Mar- Mar- uh, Marianne. To Simeon and Marianne, or love Marianne. And to Simeon and Marianne and Marianne. And Marianne. Beautiful. I'm going to flip the pages a little bit. This is kind of thick. I don't usually read thick books like this. I'm like a magazine kind of chick. But I guess Isaac wants me to read it? Mm, Yeah, I don't really remember much what it's about. Maybe something reminded reminded them of you. Hmm. Outer margins. In the margins would be the notes, right? Yeah. Did you? Oh, that was just you saying that. Did no, you so actually? Yeah, if you yeah, if you flip through it, the the book they're you're gonna see, their notes in the margins. Oh, yeah, got it. So I would, mm-hmm. I would notice that. Okay, so yeah, I would start to notice that, and start to read a couple. What am I reading? What am I seeing in those notes? Um. Over with enough time, with it, you would get uh, everything that happened in the scene prior. So, like, if I'm just glancing through, I'm seeing glimpses of, like, what would be a sentence? Like, mother requested of mother, mother yep. replied, dug deeper, found, like that kind of, probably, I would assume. Mm-hmm. An incident report of an encounter with mother. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Is that good already? Yeah, it's really riveting. <laughs> um... Quick pause. Yeah. Because Aliza wants to ask for Martha. Mm-hmm. Would Martha know or can Martha dis- like decipher where would be the best room or section of the ship that she could 
make it so that we could talk privately without mother listening. Well, uh, funny you should say that. So the mother sixty five hundred. This is a very, uh, this is a very analog system. This is a very dated ship. Uh, it is not uncommon to find paper in use to find folders and binders with information about star charts. Uh, this is the the universe of Alien has the full range of technologies available. This is my way of saying it is not possible for mother to listen into your conversations mm. at 65 at the mother 6500 is not capable of actually spying on you mm-hmm. unless okay. you are unless you are interacting with a computer console or something like that she doesn't really track what you guys if you're in hypersleep she can track if your vital what your vitals are at that kind of thing she can track your pdt chips of mm-hmm. which you all have so she knows where you are on the ship but there's there's no way for her to monitor conversation. She's mother, not big brother. That's a completely different family member. If, ah. <laughs> it, high, more advanced models of mother might be capable of that, but she's not. So in that case, I'm going to resume and say, so Martha is going to pick up her hot bug juice mug and the book and come over to sit next to you, Tig, mm-hmm. and like she kind of close. She get up and is like, what yeah, the fuck? it's weird. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, what is she doing? She comes and then and she, when you show, like, she's like, oh, mm-hmm. what? Yeah, so I'm pushing the the book in front of both of us, and I'll say, let's read this together, <laughs> and just okay. yeah, like okay. let's read it together. And as that is pages. as that happens, um, Albright, where are you right now? You went and threw up. <laughs> yeah, he went threw up, and I think he's, I think he's uh, probably off trying to figure out what to write his daughter about the money that he's spending on those goods. Okay. You see a a wall unit in the hygiene personal lockers area, a wall unit indicating that there is a, uh, like a a transmission request coming from the flight deck trying to reach you. All right. Time to put, time to put on my captain hat. So someone is just, yeah. Flick on the wall unit. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. This is, Captain Albright, I can help you. Hey, Captain, real quick question before I get to why I'm chatting with you. Is anyone in there with you? Uh, no, son, it's just me. Just me here. Why, what, what, what can I do for you? Can I see you on the bridge? Just you? You know all the hurtful things I say. I'm, I'm joking, son. Jokes aside, Cap, you need to get up here. All right, I'll be on my way. Uh, Flick's switch goes to where he's supposed to go. All right. So as you move towards the corridor and move down, you immediately entering into the corridor. At this point, you pass Isaac, who is coming back with this large clamp looking object that you know for a fact you you've seen this use this is actually a common tool it's literally used to force doors in case there's ever a power outage or a problem or an emergency isaac is carrying it very casually doesn't look like there's an emergency just kind of like moving along you pass isaac by just a good day to you (laughs) as you're heading back um when you reach the bridge captain you see uh, not seated in the flight seat, you see O'Donnell rubbing the back of his head, and he sees you, 
and perks up as you enter and he meets you halfway and he goes hey so we need to chat real quick I, I gathered as much yeah uh, so I I I need your confirmation on this I don't have mother's access codes at that level but I noticed some anonym, anom- um, anomalies is that how you say it in yeah, the that's computer how, that's how you say it alright well anyway uh, uh, something seemed off our arrival time something seemed a little off I'm seeing close to a, a 40 40 minute gap in our travel log it looks like at some point while we were sleeping the Elio stopped well Isaac did say they had an eventful time um, I'm sure this isn't anything yeah. that look no, I'm not trying to go behind Isaac's back or anything but I thought it should be prudent to, to, to report direct to you that the, the Elios talk the Elios made an unplanned stop for roughly 40 according to the log I estimate about 43 minutes the Elios was stopped and that was not readily available to me when I accessed the flight deck. I had to dig around to find out what had happened. And if I didn't know any better, I would say someone was hiding their tracks. So I decided to bring it up to you. Whatever you want to do with that, you can. You, it, I have no idea what happened in that time. It just seems weird that Isaac didn't say anything. So I'm just going to keep going, but I thought you should know. Thank you for bringing this up to me. Uh, you've got whatever confirmation you need to investigate further. Um, I'm gonna go have a talk with Isaac. I'm sure it's simply a matter of a lot of tedious tasks. They all become one at some point. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but just so you know, Captain, I only found this out because I checked the fuel logs. So, someone was trying to hide this from happening. It's not on our recorded flight path. It's been altered. Well, whether this is malicious or not, we will get to the bottom of it. First, let's work with the assumption that this was just something that needed to happen, and then we will narrow it down from there. Let's not work. Uh, let's not work ourselves into a unnecessary tizzy. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, um, one last thing, though, Cap. Yes. Isaac's my friend. I just want you to know that. Well, I'm I'm glad because well, it's Isaac is my friend as well. I just I just want you to know that. You know, Isaac's my bud. I'm not. I'm not tattling or anything. I just, I, it was my duty uh, to report this. I just, uh, oh, Donald, son, son, we are all on the same team. And if something is peculiar, it is your responsibility to point it out. I'm never going to take it as a condemnation of another crew member unless we have reason to believe that is the case. I, I appreciate that. It's just, it's just that when I first got on the Elios, I got a little flack and people seemed to start treating me like I had a problem with Isaac. I, I, Isaac's my buddy. I just want to make sure that that doesn't. Uh, it's because you're pretty, O'Donnell. It's like giving you shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going I'm to I'm go find Isaac. You look into this. 
if there's anything that you find, I recommend talking to uh, Martha. She's got much more insight into this sort of thing than I do. You got it, Cap. Uh, six hours till Beacon. All right. Just, just in case, just let me know before we make contact with Beacon. Just in case something did come aboard. You don't have to say another word, Cap. I'll make sure. All right. And I'm just going to go look for ice. You're pretty sure that's O'Donnell's third cigarette as he heads back to the flight deck. He's uh, not even going to give a guff for it. He, he did good. The kid's nervous. Yeah. Um, with that, we are going to pause for a 10-minute break. Come back in 10 minutes. We'll see you then. And don't forget, giveaway time. Welcome back, everyone. We're going to jump right back into our game. Before we do, I uh, just want to congratulate Scott Flipsa. Scat Flipsa? Scat Flipsa. S-Cat Flipsa. S-Cat Flipsa for winning uh, the Colonial Marines Operations Manual. Congratulations, Flipsa. Um, thanks for watching, and uh, thank you for showing some supports. We hope you enjoy your access. Um, let's go ahead and jump back into where we left off. Uh, we were literally going to rejoin the crew in the galley. Um, before we do, though... Uh, was there anything else because of the the gap in time that's taken place before Isaac went down to the shop, as it were, on deck C to get the item in question? The captain has gone up to the flight deck. You guys still have the galley, Martha and Tig. So is there anything else y'all want to do here in the galley before people begin to arrive? Reading. We're reading. Yeah, we're reading the notes. Mm-hmm. Um, when we get to the pad part, uh, Martha's gonna, yeah, yeah. he just looks over here. <laughs> oh dear. Okay. And uh, I'm gonna okay. say that is the perfect moment for Isaac to come oh, walking yeah, okay, in. Yeah. Two, Isaac like, is gonna come striding back in the room with this big piece of machinery. Isaac. Hi. We're ne we're shoulder to shoulder with the book. I don't remember the book. They both immediately look up at you. <laughs> it's a good book, isn't it? I really want to see how it ends. There's a lot. Uh-huh. Eventful. Mm -hmm. Eventful. Mm -hmm. Invasion. Uh, I brought this. Oh, yeah, thank you. It opens doors. It provides leverage. Perfect. Can you, like, can you actually train me on it? Absolutely. Thanks. I put the jack down next to the book. Leverage. <laughs> For a second, Martha's not sure how to take that, but then it's like, yeah. Leverage. All right. I'm gonna go clean up some puke. Oh, oh no. Okay. I'll make my way back to the... To the hygiene lockers? You will be pleased to find that 
the doc has i'm guessing because he's a medical professional would have handled the biohazards all yep. by themselves and properly disinfected everything let me have a bit of janitorial duties, you <laughs> monsters. Just let me have a, an activity for blocking. Come on. <laughs> I will say. I will say the plate of chili mac is probably still there, though. Biohazards. <laughs> God, I want some chili mac. I know. I was just having that thought. <laughs> Sounds so good. It I really does. Right? That's what you all said last time, and I took notes. Mm -hmm. We yeah. were right. We were right yeah. then. We are right now. Mm -hmm. It was correct. Mm -hmm. All right. So I think, I think Tig just goes. Can you? I mean, I don't know how this shit works, but can you tell if someone's? And she's like scrambling to try to like maintain Isaac's metaphor. Read your book before. Uh, Does it keep mm, a log? Oh, right. Yep. So, yeah. Martha just <laughs> got it. So Candelisa just got it. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've been asleep for 14 days. <laughs> yeah. We're catching up. Martha's caught up now. Uh, Martha says, uh, well, and then reading just a little bit more to the part where they check the encryption and realize it would have taken longer than 45 minutes that part like okay well that's that's promising that the book has not been read before you're checking the encryption on your data pad nope uh, uh okay no, we're re still reading isaac's notes about right okay in the monte cristo margins gotcha gotcha okay and yeah just reviewing everything they wrote down uh and yeah the part where isaac was asking GM and then did a roll. How long would it, would I have been able to hack this in forty five minutes? And then the answer was no. So, but I'm also guessing Isaac would have wrote, but Mother could. <laughs> um, Isaac will have written as much as needed to convey what happened as someone terrified they're going to lose their memory of it would attempt to recount. Okay. So, yeah, when I get to the but mother could, mm -hmm. the panic comes back. <laughs> uh, oh. Maybe we should um, check. Okay. The book. Yep. Let's do that. The other book. Mm -hmm. Okay. Maybe we could check a couple of them. Let's maybe. Yeah. Some, yeah. Find some. Check out logs. This mm -hmm. metaphor is getting away from me. She stands mm -hmm. up. Yeah, and I'm, I've lost it too. <laughs> uh, scoop up the book too and take Drop it with the act us. in front of Isaac, and you're like, uh, we're just gonna go. <laughs> well, Isaac wasn't. Yeah, Isaac was, yeah, oh, Isaac's Isaac's gone. Gone. yeah right. I don't know why we're we were trying to maintain <laughs> like they set this up. So maybe for a reason. Tig's like, I can't, I can't. I just, Put that thing we gotta. Came from Mar, so help me. <laughs> Martha's. Yeah. So maybe when we're walking, yeah, like holding the book with us at walking to our lockers. Um, Martha will say, yeah, I think, you know, now that I think about it, since, you know, mother can't, like, this mother can't, like, listen to us, spy on us. Oh, but really? But if Isaac thinks that they've been compromised, then maybe that's why Isaac didn't want to speak those words or hmm. be specific, because then mother would have access to that. That's true. So maybe, uh, I hate to say this, but maybe Isaac 
has been compromised by someone through our mother. I think I think they for sure think they have. Yeah, they're being very cautious. I salute them. Let's yeah. see what we can do to help. Yeah. Yes. We go to personal our, our personal lockers. Okay. Go into your personal lockers, enter your access codes, and gain access to the lockers immediately. Martha, you see your satchel in there. You see the data pad barely peeking out, just like you left it. You okay. flip it open, pull out the data pad. Immediately recognizing your touch, it lights up the front screen. You see the false login screen. You immediately enter a code that gets you past it. You see your full access code is available and you enter into the full access code. What would you like to do on the data pad? I want to check to see if all the data that I saved about Project Dark Star and Paxton's Reach is there. Make a contact check. Okay. Uh, do I get either my software or hardware bonus on this? Um, I mean, it's what is your software. what is the software and hardware bonus? What are those? Where are those from specifically? If they're from the data pad itself, you would not. Yeah. So electronic tools, no. That's the hardware one, mm -hmm. and then the SSD. Uh, my other little device. Yeah, it seems like not. Probably not, not in no. this case. Neither of those apply. Okay. Uh, story point? Should I? It's up to you. I would like to know yeah. whether yeah. I inadvertently like <laughs> let someone copy the data onto a flash drive before zooming out of there in a little meet and greet. Yeah, <laughs> that. All right. So I'll spend a story point. Point. All right. One yeah. second. I'm yeah. gonna roll this. But maybe they were really cool spa pirates. Okay, I'm conflicted now. <laughs> uh, thank you, Wraith, for the story point. Thank you, Wraith. I see a five and a six and another five. Three, three successes. Three successes. Martha, thank you, Wraith. You start immediately tapping away on the comms and gaining access to um, the... You gain access to the central core of the data pad and you start checking to see if any of the information was handled in any way. Mm -hmm. What you get is a log of no less than 175 attempts to access the data pad. Whoa. You see what looks like a, a high level of activity denoting that an advanced AI was probably trying to gain ju judging from the encryption mm -hmm. breakage that was attempted. However, you see no evidence that the pad was breached and all of the data is still there. Wow. But the time, the time of the logs of this data of the attempts would suggest that, uh, it, it, it's, it seems likely, now that you know what you know, it seems likely this was a mother trying to break the data pad encryption. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's a bad. Um, now, you do have two stunts. So you mm -hmm. can ask 
two additional questions. Okay. First, before I do that, I'll say to Tig, if you would consider mother hacking our friend in order to try to break into this highly classified data as bad, then yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Pretty um, bad. Can this is as I mean can be in character, but also as yeah. questions, suggestions, possibly. Can you tell if it was like attached to like mother? Was it taken away from here to attempt to hack, or was it oh, like was it like physically? plugged into something like physically oh. like plugged into something to attempt, or was it just like manual like as a handheld just trying to like break the encryption? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if that's relevant or useful. Well, it could be because that's a great question because if Isaac under mother's influence plugged this into mother, mother could still be trying to hack it right now. So that's a great question. And that's, uh, yeah. Uh, is there a way to tell if the encryption itself was maybe transferred or copied? No. Or, um, okay. What I can tell you, because Martha would know, is that a Mother 6500 doesn't have any way of networking remotely with a system that it has no access to. Okay. It would have to be plugged directly into the mainframe. Right. Um, so was it? Was, is there yeah. a way to tell if it During was? Is, is your question, was the data pad plugged into plugged Mother? In. Yeah. There's, there's literally no other way for Mother to have been able to access the data pad unless it was physically plugged into the uh, well, Mother the, drive the, itself. The, the question is, can we tell if it was plugged into something, or was this, like, something puppeting Isaac to attempt this over here, or was it There's, brought to Mother to plug in? That was that is no, There is no way to tell that looking at the data on the data pad. What okay. you do know is, is that uh, in order to have gained access, to have been able to do, to, in order to attempt to break the data pad encryption, this data pad would have had to have been plugged directly into Mother's mainframe. And you have Isaac's marginalia um, right. about their heavy machinery check. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Okay. The the loose screw panel thing. Mm -hmm. So that's a yes. <laughs> okay. Um, so another, for a second, a second question. question right? yeah, yeah, you um, get another question. Mm, mm. If you can't think of anything, I can give you some baseline information things that maybe Martha would realize or anything. But if you have yeah. any specific questions, that'll be more in depth. So mm -hmm. it's your call. As I say, we could, like, the Sam or uh, Noir, do either of you have suggestions? Or questions in particular that are, your, are eating you? That we can I'm not this? there. Oh, you have to be part of the scene to, to use the no. stunts? No, if you as a party want to coordinate on what you want, you, you have oh. the option. But I also completely protect a player's uh, instinct there, yeah. to be like, nope, I don't want to contribute because mm -hmm. I ain't there. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, so that's if they want to do that, I'm totally on board. Mm -hmm. And I'm Sam sure. likes Sam likes rolling natural ones, so that mm -hmm. tells me that <laughs> they probably want to follow that rule. Yeah, I'm just as interested in what questions Martha and Tig would ask mm -hmm. as mm -hmm. I am in the answers to any given question. Well, that said, my right now my thought is, how do I? This is not the question yet. I'm kind of like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. talking Don't to worry. the question. Yeah, yeah. I, I won't um, screw you over. Go ahead. Okay, thanks. <laughs> to, to help myself find the question, I'm just going to talk yeah. for a second. How do how does Martha secure this data? Because obviously it is under attack. 
um, the mother system seems to be where the attack is coming from. And I need to beam this across the freaking galaxy. <laughs> uh, or so, yeah, not, yeah. Across space and time to my person who I report to so that it's secure and or like make a backup copy. Yeah, I guess. OK, th that might be the question. Mm. Is Would it be more prudent for Martha at this point to try to make another encrypted secure copy or knowing the risks of beaming of even a heavily encrypted thing from this ship to my contact? Would that be the better um, transmitting this, transmitting this to your contact is always going to be the riskiest thing you can do. Yeah. Particularly because of the sensitivity of what you're transmitting. There's just no way of knowing who might, who might actually be able to listen. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are plenty of encrypted channels and you have certainly shown Martha that you can encrypt the hell out of something if you need to, but there's always a chance. Mm -hmm. And your protocol, particularly when it comes to uh, transmitting stuff of this level of sensitivity, you just do not know how secure your communications are on Beacon, and you don't yeah. have a direct route. So that's that's the variable. If you had access to Mother on Beacon Station and you had full access and could trust your, your point of origin, not a problem. You could probably encrypt the message and send it. But as it stands right now, it's not a good idea. Your, I think, mother's inst your instinct as a comtech marine would be: it's not wise to transmit this before you get to Beacon. Maybe what would be prudent would be to, com like you've done, communicate that you have encrypt that you have information that is highly valued or classified, and give like the full on, you know, code red as it were, to alert yeah. them that they need to come collect this or something along those lines oh oh okay so here's so and also martha's gonna talk this out loud too sure. so for so take yours so all of that mm -hmm. but then also martha then says but wait a minute so i did send a message to my contact saying just really simple that i had something that's the only well maybe not the only way but if that message was compromised then that would that maybe is why mother tried to access this so maybe i should send a message to them and say something else like you need to come collect xyz code red mm -hmm. it's gonna spo spoil uh, yeah so come asap to pick this other thing up that's not not this that might be the move here i think what? we need to get this off the ship Hold but we sec. can't what use if, mother. Okay, Tig's gonna pull out her own because we all had a, we all got a data pad from Beacon, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. you They're very rudimentary, that? just so you know. Martha's yeah. data pad is actually her own. She has this. It's a Seeks and Model oh, military okay. issue data pad. The stuff that y'all have is it, they're barely more than e-readers. Okay. They just let you read any updates that are given to you guys on ship stuff. But uh, again, it's very analog. The amount of data that you got on from the from the drive could you would it fit on all four of our beacon pads and then we leave yours as a dummy that's encrypted to nine hells that with nothing on it and then put these in a wall panel somewhere until we can figure out what to do with them 
Do I, GM, do I have an idea if that would work? Um, Could work? The, the space the, problem, the storage would, problem. Uh, the storage probably wouldn't be a problem, but there's no way those beacon data pads are more secure than what you've got. Mm. It would but even then, they, yeah. they, they, what your instinct is, Martha, is, is that it, it might be good as a Hail Mary mm -hmm. uh, if, if the capture if of your data pad stolen. was inevitable, but, yeah. uh, but it, it would, those, the computational power of the data pads you'd be transferring the information on, it would not take very much to break in, get no, what they yeah. need. And it's mostly could, just yeah. to have like we need a backup. Like we move we move these somewhere, have a backup and like if you if it if it feels dire, if we're the only two who know that your data pad was had nothing on it, I don't know. I don't know if that's worthwhile or if it's if we just want backup between Wait, so our very intelligent synth made a backup of their memories and I hold up the book hmm. maybe we do the same how's your penmanship horrible <laughs> I think we'll be alright okay it'll have to be good enough so yeah I think I'm gonna god it's gonna take forever isn't it I wanna transcribe it into the book so you'll be able to write down the basic information, but the names, um, dates. Whatever. Yeah, there's there's a lot of files on there. A lot mm -hmm. of images that simply won't be possible to mm -hmm. transfer. A lot of like personnel file, and of course, Gemma's on there as well uh, with all of her information. Um, although it's not listed, she's not listed as Gemma. It doesn't actually give. Uh, a full workup it gives you do see the name appear inside the text but it doesn't give like her information as a marine and she again tig looks awful hair down in her face it's grown out was buzzed the last time you saw her there's a lot of growth as it dangles in front of her face it was all, but it's definitely her um you guys can start scribing that information if you want Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I still feel, though, Tig, like your idea isn't a bad one. So maybe we do that too. <laughs> okay. Okay. Would would all of the info fit on just one data pad? I was like, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Oh, no, okay. you can oh, okay. you can you can transfer it all into one data pad. It's just going to be that it, it, I Martha's assessment is honestly Martha. That's going to be safer than scribing it physically on paper and having highly sensitive material that's physically. I mean to be able to get a hold of it like that but but um, if if someone doesn't know it's in this book they they're more likely to look for it on a pad that's what i was thinking maybe we leave maybe we leave shorthand in the book just like mm -hmm. from the opposite direction just like a few like bullet points just to, to like have a few important information of yeah. important information mm -hmm. and then we put your put a backup we'll take takes data data pad put it back up and we'll go pop out a ceiling plate somewhere i mean honestly yeah <laughs> that's totally yeah. i mean you're you're not wrong elisa because hiding in plain sight on a like piece of paper is actually might be the perfect hiding spot but um but yes it's true tig also has a point so you all could get to work on that if you yeah. wanted to yeah both um, let's do both um okay so you didn't actually ask me a question, oh, yeah, though. The second question. Did you notice that? <laughs> you were just asking me what Martha would oh, know yeah. about about procedure and whatnot. Mm -hmm. That's all stuff that I would not count as a burn of a question. Okay. Um, so 
in which case uh i could what's up yeah no if you've got one how like you could ask how close did did mother get to opening it oh how much time yeah how much more time would it have taken um sorry i didn't mean to cut you off you're that's kind of hard to assess but um you're you're the your impression is is that after 170 plus attempts it's it's curious that the attempts were stopped certainly if mother had free reign to gain access to this there was literally nothing stopping mother from keeping y'all asleep and just going until this breaks Hmm. so it strikes you as interesting that she didn't just succeed um but it does indeed look like the attempts were broken off at a roughly 170 plus tries how close she got judging from the number of attempts and the number of characters that she was actually able to break in the access code theoretically maybe another week oh, whoa she would have been able to break the encryption holy crap we have a we have a week to get this off of the, the ship well we're 6 hours away from beacon so ish uh martha literally does chuckle and shake her head and just say this is not how i thought beacon would be like i didn't expect to be doing all this hiding secrets from the mother life's full of surprises i guess uh yeah, here you go. She's going to hand you her pad because she's not that good with technology anyways. <laughs> Thank you. One thing that I'm going to keep thinking about, though, Tig, is why. Yeah. Why Why did Mother want this information? Is Mother, like, being remotely controlled by someone? Is what is What's the deal here? Did Were all of us accredited with the knowledge of the, the order on... Paxton's reach. Did we? Did we? Like, were we told about that? Oh, um, I don't remember. I know that I got me and Isaac were there when it was read out when we read it. Okay. I don't know if I would have told you. Okay. Cool. Just trying to figure out what what if, if what connections Tig would logically be able to make. So. Yeah, I think Martha. You know, there's a lot of secret information that you all already know, so she's mm-hmm. probably not going to add more to that. Fair. Fair. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if Isaac feels like they've been compromised, I mean, it's clearly it's information people want. Yeah. It's just an extension of that somehow. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. We have ourselves a mystery. Put me to work, boss. Let's, let's do something, I guess. <laughs> Okay, yep. So the, the two pads and the book, pencil, just we start yeah. copying We all start going to work? And, yep. So what's going on on the flight deck, or what is going on with Captain? What is going on with Isaac? Uh, I think Captain's looking for Isaac, and uh he spots them. It's just, uh, hey, 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 you got a, you got a moment for me to, you got a moment of your time to spare. We went through the whole ranking. I think we know the answer. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so I got some information that I would love to go back and forth with you on, if you don't mind. Um, during FTL, 
uh, it, it occurs that uh, that the Elio stopped, um, according to Fuel Records. Uh, Elio stopped for about 43 minutes. Now, I know that there's all sorts of maintenance that you have to get on to while we're asleep. I was just hoping you might be able to account for some of that time. I didn't think to look at the fuel records. I was looking at all of the hardware. I, I have to. I also have to let you know, Isaac. It does appear that somebody attempted to to hide this. Uh, it looks as though they went through great pains to hide this. And uh, I'm glad it was difficult because it eluded me. Oh. Fuel record. We stopped? That would appear to be the case. It, Where did we stop? I mean, we would, I suppose we could infer from the distance and the time. Well, well I have people looking into that information, uh, but but about those 43 minutes, uh, Isaac, you have, what was going on? The code started with a C. Uh, this, this might be more computer stuff than I than I'm prepared to handle, but uh, are are you saying you don't recall those forty three minutes? I looked all around the ship. I checked the whole ship. I checked all of you. I checked all of the computers. Nothing was different. Alright. Well. I thought it was 45. <laughs> That's a very large difference. Alright, well. Now that I know that you don't know what happened in that time, I have to ask a few unpleasant questions. The first of which is Isaac. Is there a way for me to, should the need come, for me to subdue you without doing any damage to you? Okay. Yes. I, I showed. Right. I just. Alright. Now, I'm not saying it's coming today. I'm not. Am I in trouble? Abs absolutely not. Shouldn't <laughs> I be? No, Isaac, you shouldn't be. Uh, this is a hiccup. There's something wrong and we need to find the cause of it. And in so searching, we will find if there was any malicious intent. And if there was, then yes, there will be punishment. But as it stands now, I can no easily call you the assailant than I can the victim. I don't know what happened yet, and I refuse to act on any judgment until I have the information needed. So, no, you are not in trouble. Why would the director rescind every order except the one that hijacks me? That seems mean-spirited. Okay, so... 
what we gonna do, Isaac, <laughs> is we gonna get everybody in the same room because we're better together. And I don't understand the half of this. So if you haven't reread the Count of Monte Cristo, not in some time. Um, it's uh, a favorite. Oh, I apologize. This must have been very confusing. Honestly, I've been far more confused on this trip than ever, and it's it's a nice change of pace. I'm usually the smartest guy in every room I walk <laughs> into. This is quite humbling. Uh, You're still smart if you don't have all the information. <laughs> well, luckily we have masters of different expertise, and I feel we should all be in a room together to figure out the mystery of these 43 minutes. Now, Isaac, some may be a little quicker to judge than I. Just be patient, and we're going to figure this out. I don't think I want to be a company man anymore. You never want to be a company man. Uh, is there, like, something I can, like, like, flick on the wall to go company meeting now? <laughs> Um, yeah, you can transmit up to the bridge, and the bridge yeah. can do it for you. So it's easy enough. While everyone is at work, the comms come on ship-wide, and you just hear, Okay, family, so we're going to need everybody to please report to the flight deck as soon as possible. The Ilios is about to have its first company meeting. Who uh, guesses about what that could be about? Stretches her hand after writing <laughs> writing much sound cramping hand from writing. <laughs> yeah, okay, we should bring all this. Yeah? Scoop it up. Alright. Is so. it putting anything away anywhere else? Oh, yeah. Or um. putting the TIG file somewhere strange? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, just, we should. I just picture TIG, TIG just TIG. shoving it in her mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Folding it Yeah, up. yeah, yeah. Uh, we should, yeah, let's, let's hide that first and then... I, mm, okay. Sorry, what, uh, the deck, how far are we, can we stop at? Where would you like to go? Medbay? Medbay, yeah, that's on the way, that's it's literally on the, on the it's the first, it's the last stop before you get to the bridge. Amazing, perfect. Is the infirmary. Um, stop at the infirmary, um, and take hasn't spent a ton of time in here because most of our work has been like literally on the ground at Paxton's Reach. But is there like a station that is not like this is? She thinks that this is the doctor's domain. But is there like a like a nurse's station or like a a place that has been like for TIG stuff? Um. Yeah. I mean, there could be an area that you've kind of claimed as yours. Okay. So, uh, I want to see if the two of us can pull out a ceiling tile above that that's going to require a heavy machinery check there's no real ceiling tiles everything okay. in this is a closed system so if you okay, want to try to find a compartment if you want to hide this somewhere inside the med bay you could probably as as a medic you could probably come up with some pretty clever places to store or something that's like this true. just in my caitlin brain can't think of anything that i but yeah if you want to start removing with. wall panels and stuff like that you're going to need power tools and the, the whole that's bit because okay, you're okay, literally okay. If, there, yeah. if it's not like a like a hmm? removable easily then i'm not going to do that door no. door doors I, I have piece that of jacking. leverage. Yeah. Does that like wreck shit though? <laughs> Is that like a that's like an emergency? It's like, like a an, jaws like, of life kind of situation where it yeah, pries okay, open. Like, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, okay. It can um, also seal. It can also reverse power and seal. Mm -hmm. How about like a vent? 
Mm-hmm. There's it's it's alien. There's plenty of those. Amazing. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna grab like. <laughs> <laughs> a reminder mm-hmm. that there are oh yeah that there are plenty of of small corridors spidered mm-hmm. out throughout the ship 43 minutes i'm just gonna take okay how about how here's this i'm just gonna grab like some scrubs okay and wrap it up nice like a little like okay little bundle um and then i'm gonna put it inside um like if we have like the equivalent of like a manila envelope okay i slide it in there yeah that's easy Um, enough and i'm going to slide that in between if we have like uh like reference documents like a like a file folder of like things that already exist Mm -hmm. or like um equipment that stand like that like I'm thinking like we'd, we're not gonna have like x-rays but like things that would be stored upright and i, I just want to like slide it in between some stuff amongst mundane things while it looks mundane that's okay. i'm gonna write like uh uh like it, it i'll match a, a label slightly different to something like an inventory of sure if sure have, I, like, get, I get you yeah that kind you of thing. you mask it and hide it fold okay. it tuck it while you're doing that Martha is muttering to herself. Oh wait, never mind. Sorry, I don't know some. I don't know about the stop yet, do I? Right, no, no, yeah, we all don't know mind. about the stop yet. Nope. Yep. Uh, so with that, I guess everyone reports to the bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, the, yes. As I said, the bridge is spacious enough that it can accommodate the entire crew with plenty of room to spare. Um, when everyone has arrived, uh, you see the the. <laughs> Thankfully, the bridge does not smell like cigarette smoke because, again, the air scrubber is doing their job. Life support's uh, doing its thing. Uh, but you do see that there are three cigarette buds that have been rubbed out uh, near the uh, in this like really shitty-looking ashtray that sits up next to the flight controllers station. Uh, you notice that O'Donnell is not being as cavalier as he normally is. His arms are folded, and he's just kind of glancing around and waiting but you all get the sense just from what everybody knows individually is that o'donnell is probably in on the information that's being spoken about on the ship but you all convene captain you have the floor um the crew of the Elios is all in the flight deck now all right uh, hello everybody first things first um just want to state um this we are just in a hunk of steel and what makes it go is the crew everybody here makes this thing work now during FTL travel there was a undocumented 43 minutes of time in which uh, the Helios stopped I have had a conversation with Isaac, who does not seem to recall what happened in those 43 minutes. Now, we have seen what happens when the introduction of certain experimentations have been brought back to a colony. I will not run the risk of bringing something back to Beacon 
if it can be helped. Is that what we're talking about here? O'Donnell immediately interjects. Are we talking about another pale man situation? Because we are talking about 43 minutes in which time any number of things could have happened aboard this ship. So we need to use the repertoire of skills that we have among us to document everything that could have possibly occurred in, within those 43 minutes. How do we do that? Well, first, I think I think we start with Martha. Uh, I, I think um, I'd like for you to take a look at Isaac, if you could, see if there may have been any sort of invasion, uh, any sort of. Well, uh, 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 I was I was assuming that this was going to be a team effort. We were going to ask, of course. I look at Isaac. Is that okay with you? You can say no. Brain surgery. N uh, nothing. Nothing so evasive. I just meant if you've been attacked. Just checking, yeah, checking for any, uh, it's a checkup. I'm your doctor. Truth is, is Isaac probably, you know, just, I know that it's always good for synthetics to get checked up on, just same as humans, so. Yeah. If it were the same, I'd be seeing the captain. I, I, I wish that I could be more help to you, Isaac. I, I, I really need to expand my horizons. Uh, and thank you again, Tig, for making sure that we treat our clients with the utmost respect. I, I, I have to confess to you all, I don't know what is going on. And the threat to Beacon is one that we can't ignore. So, you have to do this right. We have to figure out how to do it, and then we have to figure out how to do it right. Yeah. Um. Is there anything that anybody knows that I do not know? I look at... Uh, I look at Isaac, and I kind of hold up the book. I'm guessing the captain hasn't seen this ver uh, version, edition of the I Calum gave it Monte to you. Crystal. Did you give it to him? No, I didn't. Captain, you should take a look at this, and then you'll be caught up with what we know. I mean, it's an Alexander Dumont classic, one of my prefer- Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see what's happening here. Very clever. Very clever, Isaac. Thank you. Um, yes, Isaac. If Martha's going to look at computer brains, uh, I can't look at the code. The one that started with a C. Wait, what are you talking about? It what doesn't code? hack you. Hmm? What? The thing that I was reading when everything went away. Oh. Oh, oh there was you... a spe oh right. I Isaac, 
Right. Am I to understand that you read some line of coding and that is what caused the initial disconnect? I don't know. It could have been simultaneous, but Wait. I don't know. And what I don't want to look at it again. Oh, oh, no. Hold up. I, just, just help me out here. What are the order of events? Like, what happened, then what happened after? We should piece this together. I was concerned that Mother might have had some of the same uh, orders that we found on the computer on Paxton's Reach. Oh, Jesus. So I started asking questions because I had 14 days to ask questions, and that seemed like a good use of my time. Um, and because I finished up most of the books, uh, okay, you wiggled. I hope that meant you liked it. Oh, uh, are you talking me? Or who, yes. who wiggled? Oh, yeah, no, I, I appreciate that you thought to ask that, Isaac. That's not something I even considered. Uh, so while I was doing that, I was looking for all sorts of orders and codes, uh, the details of which are detailed in the Count of Monte Cristo Marginalia. And there was a code that I was reading, and then I wasn't, and I was sitting, and then I was standing, <coughs> and... It was like on Beacon Movie Night, but but it was a bad editor. Can I try to find this code using the Count of Monte Cristo? <laughs> you, you, are you asking GM or are you asking? GM. Uh, Count of Monte Cristo, you see Isaac, you know, flipping through it, you see Isaac's note. You do see a reference to seeing a code that started with a C. And, but that's it. And then and then uh, Isaac follows it up with remarking that there was a time elapse. Uh, I'm, oh, I'm sorry, just one last thing real quick. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm assuming this was written like somebody who was like afraid of losing everything. So if I follow a few steps back, can I trace trace my way to that of uh, that code? I know that Isaac couldn't have written the code. But it's like I was searching in file banana under D, you know. Like, yeah, Isaac gave their inquiry list. Can the doc find it the same way as what um, I Yeah, let me, well, let me ask Isaac, is that information there? Your steps uh, all the way up to and then after. Um, based on the length of time that we have narrated my writing and based on the fact that unlike organics, I don't get hand cramps. No. I think it is safe to say that I could be fairly comprehensive given mm -hmm. the time allotted and okay. my goal has always been uh, the fullest subjective account that Isaac can give. Yeah. Um, more than that would require, you know, looking at the tape. Uh, is that where my tape is? Maybe it's in my belly. The tape? That'd be fun. Uh, like my hard drive. My, my storage. Um, so but I don't Doc, know what I would find there. Doc, what you would see it would require a contact check of what to understand what it is that Isaac has written into the binds there. But All yes, right. the information is there. All right, I'm, can, I, can I swing for the fences? You certainly can. All right, here we go. Um, is it worth the story point? Yeah. I, I was going to suggest if you weren't going to say it. <laughs> Does okay. the doctor get any sort of bonus from having the captain's like authorization? Uh, no, because the captain's just reading off of the book binding right now to understand what it is he's reading. Cool. 
We don't yeah, have assists in this system, do we? It's, it's very Not at the good. moment. This is literally, the, at this particular moment, it's literally the captain just looking at the book and seeing if he can understand what Isaac's written. All right, so that's, uh, that's two fives, so that's two successes. Okay, so that's going to be, thank you so much, Breeks. Thank you, Breeks. Um, so as you're looking at this, you can see a chain of events uh, adding up. What you get from it, first of all, I leave it to Isaac whether or not there is that a, a tonality of anxiety or worry in Isaac's writing. Um, to you, it is an avalanche of very methodical, and then this happened, and then, like, you know, connecting dots point A to point B. Very instant um, report-esque, probably. If, if, this was a, if this was a normal human being, you might, you might infer that the sheer complexity and exactitude of which they are scrolling everything that they did, that would suggest from a human that they were super anxious and terrified of losing the information and writing it as quickly as they possibly could. With Isaac, it could go either way. It could be yes and no and yes and yes. Like, it's hard to say. But what you do see is that Isaac has been so utterly thorough that you are able to see the order of operations that got Isaac up to the moment where they lost that time where you see the code going up, what files. You also see that Isaac has remarked about who it was that has used their personal authorization codes to change priority matters from the old hard drive sets. You can see the director's name authorization codes in Mother, essentially deprioritizing and deleting these priority codes from the Mother database. Um, you get, because you rolled two successes, um, you can do, you, you can essentially, because it was a contact check, you can essentially access Mother without even having to roll and call up the very file that Isaac opened that caused Isaac to lose consciousness, if you so choose. Because you have the entire path of how Isaac got there. I'm gonna put it in the box, but not hit enter yet. Okay. Then that means you're heading into the mother, the mm -hmm. mother center. Okay, so you see the you see Albright takes a moment and he's looking at the book, and you see his facial expressions change for a second, and then determination set in on his face as he just thumbs he puts his thumb in the book and closes it and immediately beelines for mother access. Oh, you put your cards slide it in on the side and the door opens up and you step inside, sitting down into the chair you access mother the moment you sit into the chair you, mother immediately acknowledges that you are have entered the room you see hello captain and you start punching in a few buttons mother starts receiving your access codes you bring up all of the information that you that isaac has like mapped out you see again and again through the lines of code you see mention of priority one this special order 937 um, you see that it has been rescinded, and you see that it has the access code um, gifted to or created by the director underneath it. You see a few more files. You click on the one, bringing it up, accessing it, but you do not open it. But you see it is the file that, uh, that the mysterious anomalous file that Isaac opened. <clears throat> I'm going to see if I can find information about this file like uh the creator and i would like to see each time it was accessed that is a contact check 
Yep. Uh, yeah, we're going to do one. another. We're going to do another story. Uh, story. Uh, 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 well, actually, no. Hold up. You have. Uh. Yeah. So what you would? Okay. So this is what would happen. You would basically try to pull up that information using your command codes as captain. Mm-hmm. And mother would tell you access denied. No, I'm I'm fairly certain that's not supposed to happen. Uh, who is this? Who's who's revoked my access to this? I'm gonna put that in. You type it in. You as soon as you like enter into the information, mother begins to immediately run the lines of code. You see her taking your information, and a few moments later, you see as the data begins to appear on the screen, Captain. You say. Access denied by authorization of higher rank. Well, at least there's still some growth opportunity for me then. All right. I'm just going to open that file. Okay. You open the file. Mm-hmm. Um, all you see is a single strange line of code in front of you and it runs about 52 characters long not a particularly profound or, or purposeful number but it just runs the length of an entire document starting with Charlie I am going to write down this code okay. uh, pen to paper okay you start scrolling it down. Takes you a few moments. What's the bridge doing while this is happening? I have a thing that I would like to pose to my, uh, everyone in the bridge who has probably a better chance of finding the answer to this. At what point in Isaac's blackout did the ship stop? Was it like immediate? Is that something we can find out? I also have navigational questions. Yeah. Sure. Mm -hmm. What's there? What places are nearby? Who controls those locations such that yeah. one yeah, could conceivably rendezvous? Those mm -hmm. pieces together while uh, the doc does oh, Those are pilot questions uh, probably, maybe. And oh, mine yeah. would be about sensors, proximity sensors. Was another ship detected during that stop before or after? Oh, Donald I says, couldn't I find can answer, anything, but you could. I can answer all of that. None of that data exists. Hmm. Wait, even the location stuff? Nothing exists. The only way I was able to surmise that a stop had happened is when the fuel logs did not match. And then I found the anomaly in the computer indicating that there was a discrepancy in our waking up and our arrival times, the fuel. So my theory is, is Isaac, you said something about 45 minutes. The discrepancy is 43 minutes long. Tells me that's... If we're going to be honest here, my instinct is the only person, there's only two people that could stop the ship while the crew is asleep, Isaac and Mother. Mother's kind of locked in. So when we jump, we're jumped. Isaac shouldn't have authorization unless Mother grants that for an emergency situation. So... 
here's my thought. Uh, okay, so 43-minute discrepancy. That's two minutes. Two minutes to get orders, move to the flight deck, coordinate with mother, shut down the FTL, bring us out of our jump, do whatever, and then resume. Martha, is there anything... Once again, don't know anything about this kind of thing. Can you find evidence of deletion? Like, does it leave an empty space where things should be? Is there any way you can... I don't know. I don't know what's. I don't know what's possible to dredge up if, if you're looking hard enough. Um, Martha says, so, yeah. There's, uh, sometimes. Well, I guess, <laughs> what we would call cookies. <laughs> there are there are little like metadata things that, if you delete a file, there's still a little bit of code that remains. But if someone actually went in and cleaned their tracks and didn't want us to find it, they probably covered that. But I can still definitely look for that kind of thing. Why don't you look for my cookies? I also... I'm less <laughs> computationally complex than mother. Yeah. You're I, more likely I, to be successful re-piecing together memory from even uh, my movement data, yeah. whatever I have yeah. on board. Yeah. Where you walked to, what you were looking at, things like that? You think? Whatever data is still on board me, it's probably going to be easier to get that than data from Mother, even if both of us were wiped. Yeah, if you're okay with that, then... I'll take a look. I want to know where my brain is. I want to know... No one ever told me. <laughs> I want to know who has access to your brain. My vote is... Uh, I like the belly suggestion. I think that was fun. I was thinking maybe my left calf. Ooh. Mm, and about that, that point, the, you reemerge, Albright, from the mother access and you step up onto the bridge just to hear the end of this conversation. All right, so, learned a few things. Um, I'm fairly certain that the shenanigans begin with mother. Um, unless my knowledge of ship hierarchy is wrong. There's apparently someone of a higher rank that has access to all manners of things, a mother that I do not. I was able to follow your instructions in the Count of Monte Cristo back to the code that you are unable to recall. I've written it down, but I would advise you to not look. Uh, not just yet. I would like to, at some point, have anyone knowledgeable or anything, computers, try to reverse engineer this code to see exactly what it does to you so it never happens again. Yeah. Can I take a look at it, Doc? Yeah, I, I, I slide it over to you. Okay. And I'll yeah. hide it 
make sure to hide it from Isaac. It is eyes a, out superstitiously. <laughs> yeah, it is a completely randomized uh, set of uh, looks like numbers and callouts. Callouts like commands, like Charlie Bravo, oh, that okay. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And okay, so I don't recognize it as any type of particular coding language the only thing you recognize is that someone left a this is this is a pretty long cipher and your guess is is that uh well i would mm, i would say banking off of how well you've done with comtech checks so far this game i would say your instinct is that uh this would have had to have been deliberately written for isaac Mm. yeah Something of that length sounds like a key whose mm-hmm. value is on board Isaac. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this triggers that lookup, which then runs whatever function was built into me. I mean, theoretically, whatever, whoever, whether it was the director or not, whoever brought the director's codes into the Elios by the time it was at Beacon before we were in it. Wiped whatever need they needed wiped and added whatever they wanted added. Is that something that we can see if those were done at the same time? The revoked think, and the added? Well, yeah. I think I'll need to get some data from Isaac mm-hmm. and then we can compare when things were added to mm-hmm. Mother and to Isaac. Maybe again, again, maybe it could be easier to just get timestamps as opposed to full information. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Any any level would be helpful. Okay. Isaac, are you ready? Of course. Okay. You want to have a seat? Oh. Yes. For some reason, I thought... This would be in the medical bay, but that's, of course, ridiculous. No, no, no. Let's do it there. But it'll make no. you feel better. No, yeah. The lighting is better. Oh, chairs are comfier, too. Let's do it. Let's, it's let's farther it from there. the computer systems. I understand. Yeah, we're right next to Mother, and... yeah. No, oh, let's, let's that way. Up. I thought... Okay, yes. We have computers in, in, uh, in the infirmary. Yes, right. they're very adequate. I checked in. I just hope... Uh, hopefully those computers don't have this secret agent activation code on them. It's in it's in me. O'Donnell goes back up to the flight deck and takes his place again at the seat and says, I'll be here if y'all need anything. Okay. I mean, uh, if you hear screaming, <laughs> uh, just kidding. Mostly. I mean, the, the, the infirmary is where you did surgery on on Bishop, right? Yep. Yeah. And we know that you can connect with the AI through that. Yeah, I mean, all I really need is on my person, my toolkit, my SSID. That's all I really need. And knives, probably. Oh, we have those in my day, too. Good ones. That's part of the toolkit. Do you hold up a knife? I hold up the toolkit. I have a knife. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah! I'll never escape. Pull that knife. (laughs) Now there. That's a knife. If if, if, uh, Isaac is alright with it, take a little company for moral support. Of course. Another set of eyes would be helpful. Honestly, 
it took a long time for everybody to even read parts of the Count of Monte Cristo. Having everyone nearby is just efficient for relaying information. Yep. I can't I can't provide a whole set, but at least, you know. I got one for you. Listen, I I think that we're handling this just fine. We just want to make sure that everybody's okay, find out what happened. Once we find out that the ship is clear, land back on Beacon, have ourselves a good time. Captain Doc, can you come with us too? <laughs> Absolutely. Great. You, you, you can you can pick one or the other. You, you don't got to do both now. Why would I do that? You're both <laughs> the captain and the doctor. Fair enough, fair enough. O'Donnell, we, we are not in a rush to get to Beacon just yet, if you understand my meaning. Uh, I mean, if you want, I could bring the Ilias to a full stop. It's going to eat into our fuel, but the truth is, is I can delay us. It will go on the flight recorder, though. I don't have any control over that. Mother will log that we've slowed down or decelerated. So I mean, if, if that's they're... a concern, otherwise, you just say the word. How far are we away now? He looks at the, the computer and says, roughly five hours. I mean, we're already, like, we're already going to be 45 minutes later than they're expecting us. They're already going to have questions about that. Only if they knew the time we departed. I guess that's true. Well, that's all going to be logged on Mother. but So eventually they they'll know, but... Yeah, eventually they'll know, but they won't know right... Exactly. They won't know right away. Yeah, I'd rather not take a chance with the five people of Beacon. Go, and make, go ahead and make us uh, a bit slower. Copy that. Alright, well crew, we got ourselves a mystery to figure out. Let's go do it. <laughs> Alright. You all gather in the medical bay, which is just a few feet down the corridor. You head down into the large junction part. Taking a right, you head into the infirmary. Isaac, you just hop up onto the bed where Bishop was... Uh, worked on. Martha, you pull out your data, your seeks and data pad. Pull out the wires and whatnot. It's comfy. And a few moments later, you're able to make a small incision and connect inside to Isaac's brain. It says connection is established as it just kind of plugs in the back of the skull. Wait, 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 wait. What's I'm going to unplug it immediately. Okay, you just pull. (laughs) Wait. Your your pad yeah isaac the moment you sense uh no. she's making a connection it, the connection's broken and just you blink and you're back to normal yeah do we just have like a regular computer in here that we can use uh for for maintenance on isaac no okay not it has not to in, be partition it not in the infirmary bay partition What's that? it yeah that's true it's a set yeah. make it give it a separate that's easy enough to do mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Also, Ugh, also that still makes me nervous. <laughs> uh, also, it's not likely that Isaac will be able to break the encryption if Mother couldn't. Mm-hmm. True. It's it's highly <laughs> unlikely. <laughs> I may be too paranoid, but Martha will say this as well. My concern is that whoever is responsible for this attack is going to then know that I plugged in the same pad directly into Isaac. So now they know that we know. Only if they take the data from me by doing the same thing you're doing right now. And I would be disinclined to say yes to most other people. 
That doesn't mean they would care, but they would have to actively do a lot. And, I mean, this is, we just finished a pretty long mission. Maintenance is expected. Right. And you're, you're right. And who does that. You're right. It's just regular maintenance. That's it. Yeah, um, just set yourself up, a, give, give yourself a little wall, give yourself a second little OS yeah. to, to, to navigate through. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to take a moment to partition the drive. Okay. So that my, reg, the regular, like, okay, this is me bumbling through <laughs> computer stuff. That's okay. <laughs> um, so the, and I have partitioned drives before, but like one okay. or two. It always stresses um, sure. me out every time. Yeah, it's a <laughs> lot. to lose everything. So... Uh, so I'd like to partition it so that the regular operating system is on one partition mm-hmm. and basically all that data gets pushed to that other partition and mm-hmm. never the twain shall meet. It's actually one of the most common partition schemes to have a slash partition um, with the operating system and a home partition with your data. Yes. Most common. Super, yes. super easy. Uh, okay. Then I would just say, I would say all of what you're attempting to do, everything you're attempting to do is a context check. Yeah, like the whole from, shebang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From okay. from trying to create a partition to connecting to Isaac and doing mm-hmm. the whole bit, it's all. Would you say it would be a stunt to part, to add the partition? Well, sorry. Um, to an <laughs> let extent. me take a step back and let you game master this. Go for it. Yeah, I would say just make the roll, and if you roll high enough to make the stunts. Okay. All right. May I story point, please? Do we? Do we? Okay. Do. Okay. <laughs> All right. Last chapter. We have to be yeah. very careful because we might be about dying. This <laughs> chapter. Yeah, Driving like we, a stolen we, car, baby. When we pick up the game after the break. Yeah. You know, I'm keeping track of all the story points spent. Uh, this one is from Vance, 1982. Vance, thank, thank you. you. All right. Um, okay. So this, I, what, yeah, which bonuses can I include? I have electronic tools and the SSDD. Feels like the SSDD is a yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Electronic tools, I, I'm used to make the incision. I don't know how I mean, granular a, you want you to get with this. You are making a physical connection. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's fine. physical. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is going to be a big roll, my friends. Okay. Boom. One, two, three, four, five. Plus three, plus two, plus mm-hmm. another two. All right. Let's get some pretty metal dice in here. All right. One, two, three... Three successes. Three successes. Okay, so you gain access. Um, <gasps> Isaac allows you. No. No way. Exactly no. then. No. How perfect. <laughs> oh, no. no way. Oh my god, this mother hack is far more. Far more involved than we thought. And after getting Androids after, don't feel stress. After getting the, the message, gonna wrap at a stopping point in chat. <laughs> there you are, stopping point. Oh no. Oh my god. This is fine. Just this a little bit fine. stressful. And now we experience the mystery 43 minutes in real life. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I can god. finally know what happened. Eric will come back and be standing up. <laughs> if he isn't, I'll be so disappointed. <laughs> Well, good, because I certainly won't. 
This is like the ultimate Campbell cliffhanger. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> Holy you crap. get the answer next year. <laughs> oh my He's god. He's just gonna appear in somebody's backdrop. Just... <laughs> Wait, let me get a picture of him and put, put I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> holy holy crap. This is this is pretty epic actually. We're fine. We're fine. Us. Everything's fine. It was all good. It's normal. How you doing chat? Are y'all okay? <laughs> Everybody's yelling, it's great. Eric was mother after all. <laughs> And he oh. says game mother right yeah. there on the thing. Mm-hmm. On yep. the tin. On the tin. Oh, Turns out it goodness. wasn't a game. That is some beautiful, scary magic that just happened. Ha. Yep. I gotta That's tell you, Rick is real salty about that whole higher, higher Rick. That's it. Alright, fine. Then I'll be super de duper captain. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Uh, wow. I'm listening to a playlist called Suspenseful Instrumentals. So, like, that happened, like, at, like, the swell of a song. I was oh, like, no. oh, no. <laughs> I don't like it. The last time something like this happened to one of my characters, a ship blew up. That's all I'm saying. That's weird. Oh, God. <laughs> Surely that won't happen. We're just, it's, it's too early. I really hope not. The Ilias is the nicest ship Beacon has. Yeah. The only med bay Tig's ever had. She's been real excited about it. It's got beds yeah. and everything. I can't. I can't lose my ship after one mission. <laughs> yeah, this doesn't. That doesn't. That doesn't look real good on the uh, on the resume. <laughs> the whole resume. Look, you know, I, I I was worried the whole time we were getting the code again because I'm like, yo, if this does send, if this does send Isaac on the defend, we're all gonna get our shit kicked in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. Eric says uh, he's on his way. Oh, good. He's on his way back. <laughs> that I'm was like... a short 43 minutes. Wow. <laughs> we did lose time. Uh, Chat, you literally you cannot make this. Like, you can't so... make that up. That, that was brilliant. Hashtag scripted. Yeah. <laughs> we, are, we are scripted, right? <laughs> I sponsor. wish I could memorize that many lines a week. I know, right? Yeah. Three hours. Three live hours show. every week. Can you imagine? That's an opera. Hey, wait, that is Well, yes, opera. but the music helps you memorize yeah, things. Because if true. there's just, like, a real banger, like, that mm-hmm. stays there and it helps lock the Italian in place. That's why That's I true. know 53 Digits of Pi at the top of my head is because I put it to a song when I was in seventh grade and I've never forgotten it. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can name all the U.S. states because, because of a of song. A song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Couldn't otherwise, probably. I could I mean, not you could, otherwise. but, like, I couldn't, I would forget some for sure. And, and in alphabetical order. Yeah, in alphabetical order. Only yeah. because of a song. Mm-hmm. I'm good for the uh, capitals of Spanish-speaking countries. Yeah. Same <laughs> what? That's that. random. <laughs> it's really used. Hey. Is it because right. of a song? Yeah, a Spanish one. What? There you go. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Now I want to hear this song. <laughs> <laughs> now I just say it in a, I just have a little talky rhythm. Yeah. But yeah. those yeah. still help. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just having having something to hang on to. Oh, yeah. Um, the... Um, you can code procedural memory, how to do a thing separate from episodic memory. You might remember a Hello. thing, but not remember hey. how you learned it. Hello. So cool. Hi. Sorry about that. Um, We're terrified. Yeah, we got so scared. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Sorry about that. Um, okay. So, uh, so where was I? Um, you were just, uh, I was you being were hacked. Three, four roll, th- four three successes. successes. Yeah. Three, successes. three successes. Okay. So you gain oh, access to Isaac. Um, as you have linked up with Isaac, you see Isaac's higher functions allow you access. Um, immediately you start seeing um, 
that your data pad has linked up with the higher functions. What's curious about it for you, Isaac, is you can feel the presence of the connection uh, in your mind. And it's very, it's, uh, it's a fascinating sensation. You're usually not conscious when this kind of thing happens. Um, let me go ahead and uh, you can ask your two questions because you got three successes, right? Mm -hmm. Martha, so yeah. you've got two questions you can get from this or um, what would you like to do? You can basically, you can use your stunt abilities that are okay. that are available to you. So the first question is, mm -hmm. can I, okay, well, there's two major questions actually. I'm not sure which to ask first, but the, the bigger question I think is, do I see where the activation button is for that line, that cipher? Yeah, I mean, that's literally something you could absolutely spend a, a stunt on is you want to to single out the activation line of code uh you do find what looks like um first of all isaac's brain is extraordinarily complex what you get is that uh this is the isaac model is one of the newest models of synthetic uh life that has been developed in the past 10 years um isaac remind me who is your manufacturer Oh, um, I want to say, um, I want to say Hyperdyne, weren't it? Hyperdyne. Oh, it was Hyperdyne. Hyperdyne. Yes, you're, you're correct. Hyperdyne. So yeah. same, same people who made the Bishop model. Uh -huh. Um, yeah, like so cousins. not surprising. Hyperdyne, Hyperdyne, Seekson is known for making working Joes. Uh, Hyperdyne is known for making all of the most advanced synthetic life that are currently in use right now. I put uh, the I in iOS. No. <laughs> <laughs> so yes you do see in fact that there are certain files or uh, files but there are certain areas of uh isaac's memory that that are highly classified that mm -hmm. seem to like they come heavily encrypted a lot of these are the higher functions um you see that isaac actually has um isaac currently sam remind me because you and i had this conversation when we were creating isaac but you actually at this point Martha, with that many successes, Martha would have access to that one particular behavioral inhibitor that that can be overridden <laughs> if... Oh, yeah. Yeah, remember that? Martha actually... Martha, I don't remember how many successes it requires, but I think Martha actually may have just hit the button on the head if that was something that, that wow. could happen right now. Um, but essentially... It is the behavioral inhibitor that prevents Isaac from harming people oh. or by omission, allowing harm come to come to people. Uh, just right off the top, it is technically illegal to deactivate that um, mm -hmm. from Isaac or any synthetic life form. It is one of the many, essentially, with for lack of a better way of putting it, is one of the many shackles that are put on a uh, synthetic life. We threaten you. Um, Okay, could Mar for 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 Aliza Martha for the table? Uh, I guess maybe you could ask for like information surrounding that code. Like, if you would be able to get more about like, is this a a, a <clears throat> like built in from the beginning kind of a thing? Is this a new code? And then like like can you? I don't know. If Factory that's, direct like, or yeah? Uh, could you like isolate like that specifically to know more about it? I don't to know if find, that's like the direction that you'd want to. You, to you mean on. you mean ask if it a is it like a factory setting or was mm -hmm. it added to yeah. Isaac? 
Yeah. We're talking about the activation code, right? Yeah, whatever it is that, whatever this is that, that triggered Isaac into this state. Yeah. That's yes, that is something you pitching pitching to Martha. That is an, that is something I could answer. Yes, if that's what you wanted to use one of your your things for. Did I already use one question? Uh, your first question was, can I single out the the exact function? And the answer is yes. You you can absolutely single that out. And and it's not it's not a well now you've already used one of your wishes like it basically means you you've singled out the file. You found it. Yeah, Getting yeah. access to it would probably be the use to the of the second stunt. Yeah, I think it's worth it to do that. I had I had another question, what but is, I think yeah. this is more important. Well, well we need to know. We need to know the circumstances around uh, hacking, sabotaging, yeah. interfering with me, and we need to know what happened while I was, and we can. That's. Uh, yeah, those only are the two questions. One. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we literally have just <laughs> enough for one more. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Any thoughts, Captain Doc? Actually, yeah, I, I do. I do have one. Is there anything that shows when Isaac is taking action, either by choice or by protocol? Mm -hmm. That feels like the second, in line with the second. <coughs> if we were to ask that second question about Isaac's like log of activity basically during those 43 minutes that are missing if it's yeah. still there yeah i would there. say i think i think prioritizing either tracking movements finding out what happened because like if you need to we can now you know where it is you can always yeah. come back and check that out at another yep. at another point in time yep okay so. this sounds like a good plan so okay. however you want to word it that would be yeah i mean that's that's my vote okay second question what's your second question um I'd like to access Isaac's log of their where I wrote it down their location mm -hmm. slash whereabouts movements and any visuals maybe that it, it maybe it's in lines of code probably yeah but anything they would have experienced during that 43 minutes that was missing from the been, ship log it has been absolutely deleted there is <laughs> no there is no information it has been completely removed not surprising. That's still, we still, that's information. Um, Something wiped it. With your Comtech skills and your knowledge of synthetic life, and it is impossible for Isaac to do that themselves. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Um, I will share and that at that as point well. at that point because I, I don't I to 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 so that you gain information having burned that question instead of just a no mm -hmm. um, at that point it a moment of inspiration occurs to you Martha and you decide to take a second look at your connection only to realize that it just didn't occur to you before, but Isaac has been accessed already. It looks like the port that you have accessed has been activated in the past uh, 48 hours or so, is what your guess is. Somebody has plugged into Isaac. Hmm. And it looks like the data was removed. 
the okay got it to the very port that you're using right now is literally the only way somebody wouldn't be able to go into isaac's brain and be like delete 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 delete, delete. Okay. and it would have taken a level of sophistication along your skill levels to have done it we were boarded in deep space yeah what um okay <laughs> well they took some memories but what did they leave behind i i turn to you all and i say i thought this was a crackpot theory but Waylon yutani or upp yeah we probably were visited by them although honestly i think it's Waylon yutani because they would have more reason to be super secretive about them having been here. UPP would just come in, take what they want, delete it, and leave. That sounds uncomfortable. Yeah. Can we check Mother's logs? Like, of... We did it on the base. Well, actually... Location history? Well, there, there, there's, there's something I'd very much like to to take a look at uh, if, if we may we know what we don't know with Isaac because we are aware of that time period to me I imagine that being somewhat like scar tissue we're able to see what's missing but we don't know what's there mm. now what I would like to be aware of is how many times has someone done this to poor Isaac mm. so I don't want to know what happened well I don't know what I don't want to know what's happened in the time that's missing but I'm a, I'm curious to see how much missing time has been taken from Isaac Uh, can I, how, how might I approach that? I, I, yeah, I definitely would like to try to find that out. So, based off of the number of successful ComTech checks you have made, um, Martha, at this, at this stage, with Isaac having been wiped, with Mother not yielding any further information, and with the logs of the ship being completely altered, there's if mother isn't willing to surrender information or you can't get into mother to gain access to what's happened you're hitting a dead end at this point there's really you can't there's really not a lot more you could juice from the situation based off of what you've got yeah to is there a way to look just before this happened before mm -hmm. the past 48 hours even mm -hmm on Isaac's logs, are there other like gaps of time missing from Isaac's mm -mm. memory? Nope. This is the only one? It's literally the only time. Okay. So we've run out of everything on our computers, me and mother. Maybe it's time to look at a different computer. Beacon has mother 7,000, 775? And probably the locations of a lot of Leland Yutani shipping 
and mm. movements. If it really was someone getting on the ship and restricting data access and... Maybe the director's computer would have information. Huh. Only one way to find out. I want a pair of those slippers. Let's get you some. And they get up and I think they just... Do they lean on you? Maybe. <laughs> it's it's weird to say. Like, why would they need to? It's a learned human behavior. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's ready to go home? Ready or not. Let's do it. Okay. Um, yeah. Hello, Donald, to punch it. We got, we got shit to figure out. You guys, re, when you reemerge onto the onto the bridge, you tell O'Donnell to accelerate. He goes, okay. That's going to, hopefully they don't dock the fuel cost out of our pay, but I'm sure it'll be fine. No, you can go regular speed. I just wanted to be dramatic. Oh, um, right. Okay. So with the time, with the slowage, with the deceleration, you all arrive at Beacon Station Roughly six hours later, when coming into view, O'Donnell can't help but smile at seeing the familiar dark tower just floating in the middle of dark space and the lights on the exterior lit up. You can still see that uh, the name is still not correct on the exterior of the, be- of, of the station. However, um, it looks like there are ships that are not the ones you all left behind that are docked at a few of the darking ports. You can also see that on uh, the main concourse deck, there is a few what looks like small civilian freighters that are currently docked. You can hear O'Donnell speaking through the comms and cracking some pretty gross jokes with... Uh, Beacon's <laughs> flight control. Oh, he gets a thump on the back of the head from Tig for sure. And he goes, uh, so, "Hey, so, <laughs> Leo, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not alone on the bridge here, so you need to keep it down, okay?" <laughs> and then, um, then you hear him say, "Okay, copy that. Thank you." Villa Lobos says, "Welcome home." Sure. This is something sure. about my ass. Mm-hmm. I don't want to know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. You guys start slowing into a crawl, and he says, all right, let me uh, see if I remember how to do this. And now I'm going to make a piloting check for our good buddy. Can I watch? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can observe. Let's see. Is it Julie? Don't mess it up, O'Donnell. I know. It'd be sucky if we got this far, and then all of a sudden I just blew up Beacon in ourselves, right? TPK on the way home. Yeah. And not even when we were potentially boarded. He's going to push. Oh, <laughs> oh, great. That's oh, God, oh. A good very time. comfy cozy. He's going to, oh, what? I got to give a panic die. He gains a point of strain. Hey, you oh know what, God. though? That XP. Yeah. And I roll. Ah, there it is. I roll a six. Uh, so he he comes in a little hot and he has to adjust, but you can see how the docking mechanisms for the Ilios. She's just a big ship. And Beacon is the... the the airlock hatch leading into beacon is a small target to hit and it takes him a few moments um you you 
You suspect that through the headset that he's wearing right now, the villain Lobos is saying something to him because you just hear him say, shut the fuck up as he's as he's like navigating himself in. But after a few moments, you all hear the <laughs> as the Ilios makes contact, gets a seal, and you guys are officially docked back home at Beacon Station. And he starts flipping down the switches. Um, by the moment you guys have all grabbed your belongings, unpacked, grabbed everything up and started filtering off of the Ilios and moving through the air dock. The moment moment through the airlock and the doors open and you see there's this rush of air as the atmosphere of Beacon just floods into the atmosphere. You see there's a couple of people waiting for you, um, immediately waiting for you all as you step off um, the airlock. You see Hassan go, hey, Isaac! And he immediately walks up right, right past O'Donnell, who kind of gets shoulder checked. And he wraps his arms around uh, Isaac and goes, did you read all the books? Did you read all the books? All of them, and I'll pick him up and swing him around. <laughs> oh, you pick up the 300-pound man like yeah. he was a child and just kind of swing him around. He goes, okay, okay, everyone's <laughs> watching. Come on, everyone's watching. You set him back down. Um, also waiting for you there is uh, Baker. You see him... Uh, nodding to everybody as he approaches. Uh, a couple of people are walking up and shaking hands, but he pushes them away and he goes, oh, in a minute, in a minute, in a minute. <sighs> Welcome back. The director wants to see all of you right away. Fair enough. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll take you up. <laughs> and you see Hassan kind of just, I'll catch you later, Isaac, Okay. See you at dinner. Where's right. the breakfast? Yeah, what time even is it? <laughs> the station. Uh, it's yeah, it's uh, station time. It's probably late, late morning, maybe early afternoon. Um, but you all get in the lift and start heading back up to the top, top, top of Beacon. You guys can look out. Um, through some of the, the slitted windows that actually give you access to seeing outside. And for the brief moments that you are passing, uh, you see that there is that the station looks just different as y'all are going up. As you are ascending up to uh, what would be just past the hab block into the upper tower, uh, <laughs> The EXO starts making conversation, and Baker just says, Oh, we got a lot to catch you up on. Lots of stuff has happened since you've all been gone. Lots of improvements. Lots of things have been made. I don't know what the hell happened with y'all. But... The director seems to be pretty agitated. Is that new? Is that, yeah. I, know I haven't been here much, but that doesn't seem... Doesn't yeah. seem More so? different. Yeah. Nah, it's probably not too different. All right. It's good to have y'all back, though. We've almost got all the other ships up in operation. In the meantime, though, we've become something of a gas station. Most civilian ships and freighters are actually visiting us and doing cargo runs. So we're sending a lot of our personnel with them to ensure stuff gets to where it needs to go. And it's taking about four times the amount of time. But, but better than one ship. Yeah, essentially. The doors open. And you all step out onto the very familiar deck. When you last left this place, it was in a bit of shambles. And that old restaurant that was being used as sort of like a, a like a triage center 
for people with head wounds has actually what looks like become a a well-organized storage area temporary storage area where you see lots of crates have been stacked up and a few people working um as you are led around into the director's doors uh as you approach the doors are closed and he presses a button and you see yes and he says they're here director show them in you can leave yes ma'am presses the button says all right anyway grub when y'all are ready and then he heads back to the lift the doors open director always a pleasure yeah the office has changed a lot it's become something of a living space but you also see there is some new tech in here it looks like some things have been offboarded. you can see what looks like a digital readout of this section of space along with uh shipping routes and lanes and activities that have been reported in you can see this looks more like a bedroom slash command center but it also looks comfortable you can see the sofas the couches the whole bit and she is standing by the window with her arm up against it looking out at the Elios that's docked uh stories below and she says close the door behind you all of you come in sit down we do One by one, everyone takes a seat. She turns and says, I know what happened on Paxton's Reach. Who else have you told what happened there? Why don't you tell us what happened on Paxton's Reach so that we're sure that we're on the same accord? Last I checked, I... I believe you work for me. You know, I thought that as well. <clears throat> but it seems like there's a whole lot that you're not telling us. You know, at that particular moment, Doc, you see the hardened exterior soften instead of push back. And she exhales for a moment and says, I considered the possibility that at some point this was a conversation I was going to have to have. I just did not think it could possibly come this soon. I think Tay actually like laughs out loud at that. Like just like a, <laughs> a little bit of like a sardonic, like a almost a honk at that. <laughs> God, and just and then she's like, <sighs> "All right, let's get the hard stuff out of the way first, and then we can get to the why." All right. But before I do, I need everyone here to promise. That what I'm about to tell all of you stays between all of us. Not even Baker can know what I'm about to tell you. Please. That is a request. Since you ask so nicely. Fine. 
can't fully promise that since I'm compromised, but I'll try. You're not compromised, Isaac. You did exactly as you were programmed to do. It just wasn't supposed to happen that way. Okay. Are you gonna tell us? I was contacted by Isaac after you all exited FTL travel. It was a contingency program that I had in place in case anything were to ever happen to the crew of the Ilios. It was a safety measure. Isaac somehow activated it themselves. And when that happened, Isaac pulled the Ilios out of FTL travel and contacted me and told me everything that happened on Paxton's Reach, including the presence of, we'll just say, a very dangerous data pad. What I am about to say next could endanger my career and lead to possible criminal charges. And that is because you are in the room. And she looks directly at you, Martha. But at this point, all I can do is be honest. First of all, Isaac, so that we are completely honest with one another, you agreed to the safety protocol that we put in place. I didn't have the technical acumen to, how should we say, override your behavioral inhibitors. So instead, we found a way around it in case the crew was ever endangered. You would be capable of doing what was required to protect everyone on board the Ilios. Essentially, if your actions did not reach your higher functions, there would be no repercussions or activations to your behavioral inhibitors. So, when your code was activated, you essentially transmitted everything that was a potential threat to the Ilios to me immediately and let me know what status the crew was in. Once that was done, you were ordered to return immediately to Beacon. And Mother wiped all information of everything that happened. And it starts to occur to you at that particular moment, Isaac, you plugged yourself into Mother. You were the one that had the data wipe. You were the one that gave access. It starts to all start to make sense to you as it happened. Isaac, I also wanted to tell you that if you, now that you have rather accidentally stumbled upon the access point of this code, I would like to discuss with you at a later time if you would like to have that contingency removed as per the agreement we had when it was first installed. My son is missing. 
he's been missing for some time. He vanished out here on the frontier. He was a doctor, just like you, Albright. His name is Alvin. He's a good man. He didn't like his mother very much. His mother worked for Wayland yutani a company that was hurting people. I had not spoken to him in some time. And then the Frontier War. Many things happened and I lost contact with him. When it became to come to light, the things that were happening between the higher executives at Weyland Yutani and the general at the Colonial Marine Corps, I I realized that I had an opportunity and that my window was closing. I started Beacon because it's true. There is an opportunity to help people, and it's what Alvin would have wanted. But it was also a chance to get me out here so that I could find him. And whatever it is that pulled him away from me was connected to something that Waylon Yutani had been involved with. And this was my only chance to break away. I covered my tracks. I buried what I had been doing at Waylon Yutani. I managed to... It doesn't matter how it was done. What matters is I was able to secure funding and start this organization to help people on the frontier. While I'm out here, I intend to find Alvin, or at the very least, try to find out what happened to him. And... I think whatever it is that you have found this project that Isaac has mentioned might be the first clue I've found in years. I lied to you about how many working ships we have. I needed to reserve I needed to reserve the Fuente but I couldn't we needed a ship we needed at least two ships functioning if Beacon was going to work so I secured the Rasmussen the other Bison she's been upgraded with a faster drive and better sensors she was what i was planning on using to find what i could about what was going on out here what Wayland yutani had truly been up to what they were trying to hide from the united nations what has been going on out here with the upp and who are they hurting i needed to find out more and when i arrived beacon was not he was in shambles I don't know what Project Darkstar is, but I think it's connected. <clears throat> I'm sorry I had to lie to all of you. 
just don't completely know who it is I can trust on this station. Waylon Yutani is notorious for planting people. We are technically a subsidiary. We have funding for two years. I am certain there is a company agent somewhere on the station. Isaac, you are the only person I have been able to trust this entire time. You predicted that you would not be pleased once you regained your memory as to what you agreed upon. That's why, if you would like, I will see to it that all of the other parameters are removed. I don't think either one of us anticipated it happening like this. I don't think anybody could have expected what you were going to find at Paxton's Reach. I don't know what's on that data pad, and frankly, unless my son is on it, I don't care. I just need to know what I need to know in order to find him. You have a photo? Yes. Many. Send your favorite to Martha. We'll double check for you. You're on the inside now. Beacon will rise and fall based on who knows the things that we all know in this room. Maybe now that I know that I can trust all of you, this gets easier. For all of us. Nah, I get you. Um, that's why I'm on the ass in the space myself, trying to find out what happened to my boy and such. And if you would have just told us that before, it would have been so much easier. But I understand the caution. Doctor, it's why I accepted your proposal to come join Beacon. I personally oversaw everyone's personnel files. Except yours. And she looks at you, Martha. You weren't a choice. I'm still not sure about you. You don't answer to me. And I can't make you not tell your superiors. It's all in your hands. At the moment, Colonial Marines find out about this, they will put a garrison on Beacon, and that could tip off everything. But I can't ask you to disobey an order, and I won't. I've already pressed my luck as to what I've done and how much of it is legal. So it's in your hands. I, um... You don't have to answer now. You don't have to answer at all if you don't want. Yeah, let me just um, think about stuff for a little bit. Think about it all you want. I just wanted you all up here immediately so I could tell you myself everything. Beacon is in your hands now. That's all I have to say. 
<clears throat> you must be tired. There's... New prefab foods have been delivered. We're getting regular supplies now. I've managed to secure some new donors. Go help yourselves to the showers and some hot food, company of other people, and you let me know when you're ready to talk again. And when you feel comfortable with it, I would like to hear from all of you your take on what happened on Paxton's Reach. It sounds horrible, and it sounds like you did the best you could with the circumstances. We received a transmission from Paxton's Reach four days ago. They're doing well. Good. That's good to hear. You can all go now. Except you, Isaac. Please stay for a moment. Tig will bump shoulders with Isaac and chill. Do what she's told. And Martha will just make eye contact with Isaac, kind of like, are you okay? <sighs> um, it looks like a very wearing trip to the principal's office <laughs> on Isaac's face. Not that, like, adrenaline, like, big trouble, just wearing. <laughs> Okay. As you all, I'm guessing everyone one by one. Um, you're alone with her for a moment. Isaac, she walks up to you and she says, I acquired you because I knew it was going to be me surrounded by anyone who could be an agent of Wailing Yutani. Whatever distrust you might have, allow me to do what I can to dispel it. I have personally overseen the modification of every mother AI on every ship to ensure that Weyland Yutani does not have a hold on anyone. The directives that you uncovered that triggered this entire event, those were all deleted by me, as you saw. You have no connection to Weyland Yutani. I'm telling you this because you predicted that you would, how did you put it? I might have some trust issues, she says with a smile. Then I had high introspective ac accuracy. Yes. I cannot restore memory that was lost but I can give you the full record of our conversation. After I give it to you, I request that you destroy it immediately. I only saved it so that you had the option of seeing it yourself. That was thoughtful of you. Thank you. I've done terrible things, Isaac. My son Most was right people. to hate me. He came to the frontier to work with Doctors Without Borders and the Red Cross. The Red Cross was the last 
that ever heard of him. He didn't want to talk to me anymore. He wanted nothing to do with me because he knew what I was overlooking. Around everyone, I feel the eyes of judgment. And around you, I feel like you are just waiting to figure things out. I... I just... I want a second chance, and I just know that Alvin would have really liked you. If that being the case, since he's not here, I want... I want you to be proud of me. Please go away. She turns back to the window with her head in her hands. You see there is that, it looks like a data log that's waiting for you on the coffee table. Isaac didn't know until now that they had a little childish part of them that would not see it just because she did a thoughtful thing and wants to 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 spite her with it somehow. But it's useful to Martha and Tig and the captain and probably even useful to O'Donnell. So I'll watch it. Okay. the conversation as it happens taking it with you um you exit the office and the last look as the doors close is the woman staring out over the stars and you have to imagine she's looking past her reflection out to the millions of dots of light out there much like you've seen albright and much now like you've caught on occasion tig Looking out that window, the people they love are out there somewhere, or at the very least, an answer to what's happened to them. The door closes. And that is going to wrap us. Tonight's chapter of Beacon. I'm going to fight the director. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <sighs> y'all, we went long and we had the blackout, so thank you so much for your patience. This was a very, very long game. Um, and I appreciate, thank you so much to my players, um, for a, a very emotional game, but a very great game, like great, like problem solving in <laughs> investigations. Um, this was a great episode, and uh, thank you so much uh, for trust falling and playing this horror sci-fi with me. Uh, I never thought I was going to get a chance to get you guys to play Alien with me, and this has been fantastic. We still have many episodes coming up. We're only on nine. We have 12. So when we come back from the holidays, uh, we'll have a few more episodes before we jump into a world where the computer can listen to every word you're saying, and there are transporters <laughs> and all these other... <laughs> um, 
But until then, thank you so much. The Stream Punks will see you in 2023, and you might see us uh, doing some stuff uh, before the end of the new year as we look towards uh, some some uh, some stuff on the Discord. But until then, my friends, thank you. If you don't see us again, if we don't get a chance to say it until then, thank you so much for another fucking great year of storytelling and and sharing stories with you guys and being here with us and supporting the Stream Punks. We absolutely love you, Ox Crew. You make it possible. Thank you so much. And thank you, Q Times, for another year of busting their ass and going into these long games and doing all of this stuff. Q Times, we love you, Jake. Thank you so much. You want to pop in, Jake? You're going to say hi to, to everybody as we log off here? They can't hear us. Oh, you can't. You guys can't hear Jake. He's got. We heard, we heard the lovely voice of Jake, the most wonderful human being in the world. We, yes. Such dulcet tones. <laughs> uh, Q Times makes power play possible, makes beacon possible, makes clear skies possible, makes all of the shows that you see appearing on on Q Times are because Jake just juggles a thousand plates, and we deeply appreciate you, sir. Thank you so much for all the work you do, and we appreciate it giving us a home. Um, and uh, to all of you, thank you again. With that, I'm going to sign us off. Have a lovely, lovely holiday. Please stay safe, stay warm and sweet dreams.